Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And the top of the morning to you, yours, and all creatures alike on this August 11th, 2021. I'm glad you feel that way. Definitely so. Uh, you don't have to laugh at us, okay? Boy. Well, that's another opinion that uh, needs to be reckoned with. It is 6.07 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. Mr. Clock, would you certify? It's now 6.07 a.m. That's right. It's a hump day. It's a Wednesday on this August 11, 2021. And Bonnie, you took the yellow ride around the block. And you know what? I saw our first yellow ride yesterday, too, in Port St. Lucie with the Mm -hmm. kids getting back to school. Mm -hmm. I was following a school bus yesterday, not with my yellow ride, of course, Okay. because my yellow ride was a quick ride. I noticed the school bus with the red ride. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I saw I was witnessing a lot of the little kids getting off the school bus. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was uh, observing them Mm -hmm. and all of the kids getting off that school bus yesterday were... We're wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, they're kind of, well, actually, no, you know, I, I don't want to speak too early because, uh, yeah, oh, there's a new new story about the St. Lucie Public Schools passing a mask requirement mm-hmm. now with optional opt-out from parents. Mm-hmm. And that was during the school board meeting yesterday. Yep. So that's their latest. And a lot of, uh, I mentioned to you how traffic was flowing, more traffic than usual. And you Yippers. said, Bonnie, well, Martin County is back in school yeah, today, Yeah, Martin too. County's back in school today. You're going to see, <coughs> excuse me, you're going to oh, see more, you. you're going to see more traffic out on the road than usual in Martin County, which is, which is fine. That means heed on the side of caution. I almost said caution, like in New Yorker. Yes. Uh, but heed on the side of caution, without a doubt. And uh, just be careful and watch those school zones. I know. As I was coming over the Roosevelt Bridge, mm-hmm. Bridge I was like, gosh, I'm not used to all of this traffic so mm-hmm. early in the morning. I was wondering if I'm coming to work late, mm-hmm. if it's really um, 6.30 instead mm-hmm. of 5.30 here no, when You get I'm a traveling. lot of people that are going into work that work in the school board system, the bus drivers, the custodians, the people that open the schools up. So they have to get there bright and early because a lot of these uh, people, the buses are out and rolling as we speak right now because uh, school starts very early, especially for the high school kids. You're right, Evan, and they do employ a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So certainly there's going to be more people out on the roads. Mm-hmm. And so be safe while you're traveling this yeah, morning. Definitely so so how was it you you sent me a text you sent me a picture of the yellow monster in the yard in the yeah. grass which Gary is a little upset about because you're killing the grass. Well, you know, I'm upset about that because we could put it in the garage. Mm-hmm. And maybe once I clean out the garage, but I don't know if he wants it in there, but it's my garage too, so poop poopy doo There you go. <laughs> well, then you just put it on is your do you have a two-car garage? Yeah, we do. Okay. So here's the deal. If it's a two, two two car garage, and if he doesn't know if he wants it in the garage, and like you said, it's half of your garage, then you put it on one half of the side of the garage, and yes. then he can have the other half. Or it could just go in the driveway. Maybe I could um, pump it up uh, car first by the garage in the driveway yeah. and put a nice big tarp over it as I'm fixing it. There you I go. I think that's what I'm planning to do. How did it feel to drive it around the block? It felt nice. You know, I was kind of delaying i was kind of halting my action with it of even putting in that transmission fluid because Mm -hmm. it was running so rough 
mm-hmm. when I brought it home from the car shop right. uh, that I thought, uh, I, I don't even want to try this. What if it doesn't spin right? What if it doesn't run right? Well, I put in the right amount of tranny fluid yesterday, mm-hmm. only half of the uh, liter, okay. half of it, and it started right up. I let it run for a while. I gave it some gas with that engine. Vroom. Lots smoother, huh? And the guy from, uh, oh, there was a guy in a DHL truck, too, mm-hmm. that had been next door at the neighbors. And mm-hmm. uh, he was, like, coming over to see if I was okay. Oh, okay. okay with it. Okay, I'm very like, yeah, good. Yeah, I know. I am just look like a, I'm a little lady here with this uh, big. That's all right. They don't realize you're smarter than you look. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, hey, listen, I know what I'm doing here. I've had this vehicle forever and a day. It felt good driving it around. Good. Uh, Two or three blocks, and okay. uh, you know, I was nervous. Zoom, but, zoom, zoom. But it was, uh, yeah, it was running better after good. the tranny fluid went in. Good to hear. Good to hear. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. How are you doing? We are fantastic. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Uh, this is Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you this morning? Good. I've been meaning to call for a couple of weeks because um, I just wanted to ask Bonnie a couple of things. I, she mentioned that she's from Wisconsin. Yeah. And we're planning on going up there for like four, uh, a, a month, next month. Oh, mm. oh, you're going to go when it's kind of like, oh, during the best time during fall, you're going to see the full fall foliage by that time. Um, I hope so. And uh, we're going up to Hayward. It's kind of about 50 miles south of Duluth. Southeast. Have you ever been up that way? I have. In fact, my dad was a logger, like a self-employed logger, and he always had to deliver his wood to the Hayward area. Oh, wow. uh, Lately on the news, if you've been in sports, I think uh, Fox News even had it on this weekend where they have National Lumberjack Championships in Hayward, Wisconsin. And so all of these professional lumberjacks, you you know, you got the people with the saws, uh, the sawing competition, the tree climbers, yes. some really strong athletes in this uh, lumberjack competition go to Hayward. And they just held that, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was last weekend or the weekend before. Right. Uh, when I made the plans, I made the plans back in like April or May, and I said, man, I the only weeks I could get were in September and October that were available. And so I'm thinking, man, if I really like it up there, I'm going to schedule uh, for next summer to bring my grandson up there and my daughter. Beautiful. And are you uh, staying out on a lake shore? Yes. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. We got a uh, cabin on a lake with a boat. With a boat. Hey, can you uh, take a couple extra people with you? We'd be glad to I go. I wish I could. Yes. There's already people calling me who want to go with the <laughs> You want oh. to come up? Come on. I can hold five people in the cabin. Wow. You know, the kids are going to have the best time, too. Even um, if, how early in September are you going? We're leaving Stewart on the 15th and I start my cabin on the 18th. Yeah, it so depends. I'm taking my time to go up there. You know, it depends how um, early their fall sets in. Sometimes in mid-September, you can even get in that freshwater lake. Sometimes, uh, weather permitting, it's still warm enough to do that. It's really refreshing. But if you got your campfire going, uh, the sunsets at night are are some of the best upon the lake front. That oh, sounds good. And that then, sounds good. And then sometimes the trees that flow above with that fall foliage... Makes yes. this kind of like a perfect mirror set out on the water, out on the lake. So it's all a reflection of the colorful trees. Are you driving or flying? We're driving. Oh, I, wow. I'm not getting on a plane. Heck no, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you're su- you're going to have some great sights driving up to, to up to Wisconsin. And Bonnie's such a connoisseur. 
on yeah. Wisconsin. She should be like the unofficial name, the unofficial tour guide of Wisconsin. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but- and the other thing that we want to do is I want to get see if I can get up to Lake Superior, which is not that far, and get on a fishing boat and go fishing in Superior. Mm-hmm. Yep, because- yep, yep. And I'm sure there's uh, some tour guides up there, you know, that you can, you know, go out on that lake and do that. And you might want right. to get with a tour guide because, you know, if you've ever heard the songs about Lake Superior and the Edmund Fitzgerald. and I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's definitely a, a, a tragic classic is what it is. Yeah. Kind of haunting, but a, a definitely a good song. But, yeah. Okay, well, thank you for your time. I don't want to take, I just wanted to. You know, just to ask if you had a little, you know, some good news about it and stuff and whatever you had to say. I wanted to hear about it. I think you're going to be in for a wonderful time, Chris. And we're Thank glad you that very you much. called. Thank you. No problem. You can call, call us anytime you want, Chris. Okay, thanks. Have, have a good have day. Have a great day. Bye-bye now. Wow, do great I? Great phone call, by I the way. I envy him. I really envy him yeah. right now. <laughs> great phone call. I was up there how much, maybe about five years ago in September, mm-hmm. and I, oh, my my cousin owns a cottage and I went down to the lakefront mm-hmm. and I stole her canoe for a while and zipped around Weber Lake. And didn't you have plane tickets recently to go seven, and then you had to cancel and I you got a credit or something like that? I still have my credit. Okay. And I think a lot of people might be in the same boat with me with yeah. what to do with that. Yeah. Now I couldn't go again. I didn't plan to use my plane tickets this year. Mm-hmm. They said they're going to expire in 2022. But I think those that purchase the tickets and can't go should have that option to get that refund. Mm. So if I can't go this year, I might just want to get that refunded. I'll have to call the airline company to see how if they're going to mess with me on it or how, how hard that's going to be to do. Now, do they expire at the end of 2022 or they expire at the beginning when 2022 starts? What do they tell you? See, I'm not sure, Evan. Okay. I really, to be honest, I got to okay. get that, get on that and find okay. really find out. Because if you if they give you to the end of 2022, then you'll have all of next year to go, um, and just kind of just let it sit there as a as a credit. Yeah. But if it expires at the end of this year, going into 2022. You definitely want to look like you said about getting that money back. Exactly, because you could put that money towards that uh, that uh, part that you want for your your underneath the hood, the balancer, balancer, whatever the heck that thing is called. I gotta look that part up because I I never heard of a balancer before. I could have sworn he did say balancer, and I just wrote him yesterday that to get me the estimate estimate on it. Mm -hmm. So I I think I have it right. I mean, I texted him, and he's like, yes, I'm busy. I'll get back to you on it, which I know he will. A balancer. I've never heard of a uh, balancer before. Yeah. Um, hmm. And it's it must be a pretty important part. What year is your Mustang? It's a 2000. Because, in fact, he really didn't want me to um, get it out on the big highways and travel with it very far until I got that put in. A balancer. <laughs> Mustang Harmonic Balancer. Did you find it? Yeah, it's um God, the prices are all over the board, but I don't know if this is Is yours a 5.0? It's a 8. No, I mean is it a 5.5.0 liter? Um I'm not really sure. It's an 8 cylinder though. It is an 8. Okay. Yeah. Harmonic Balancer 2000 Ford Mustang <laughs> from O'Reilly Parts. Here it is right here. It's um, it goes in the hood, like toward the engine part. I believe. Yeah, it looks like it's yeah. got something to do that one of the belts go around it. Yeah, it looked. Yeah, when he pointed it out to me, yeah. you're absolutely correct, Evan. There was a belt um, kind of traveling over this thing. Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. Yep, that's it. And I, it, uh, it looks like a seriously like an important part because if I'm traveling on I-95, I wouldn't want to lose that balance. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The part ranges in price anywhere from $57 up to $189 mm-hmm. is which, what I'm seeing. Which is right in my price range as I do this uh, fixing of the car little by little by little. Um, you know, those little prices are going to yeah. come up. but little itty-bitty prices. But at least this time I can actually drive the car over to him. To yeah. get that. Before I couldn't even, without the fuel pump. You had to have it towed before. I had to have right? it towed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. So, boy, did it feel good to just get in there and so I'm gonna make So I'm going to make a bold prediction. This okay. is just a bold prediction. Okay. And just remember this. We, we now know the price of the balancer. We have a widespread of a price from fifty eight bucks to one hundred and ninety bucks. Yeah. So I'm gonna just kind of be bold and say two seventy five, three hundred dollars out the door Could with be labor with and everything. With the labor, yeah. With the labor, that's just a that's just a very wide, vast guess. I kind of trust that estimate that you're giving. I, oh, I'm, gee, I'll thanks. be expecting that. <laughs> I'm not a mechanic. I'm just like <laughs> guesstimating there. Oh, you're pretty good at that stuff. You I was know, trying. Looking stuff up like that. And I was trying. Figuring. So. so anyway, a balancer. Wow. Okay. It is. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Wow. Time just flew by this morning. 620 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Bonnie's at the news desk with the first morning headlines. Thank you, Evan. St. Lucie Public Schools passed a mask requirement with an optional opt-out from parents during a school board meeting Tuesday. WPTV's Derek Lowe with the story. As more than 35,000 students prepare for just the second day of school in St. Lucie County. We believe it is in the school board's best interest and for the safety of our students, especially those under the age of 12 who are ineligible for for vaccinations, to issue a mask mandate with an opt-out procedure for parents of students. Masks will be required for all students moving forward, regardless of vaccine status. This variant, as you know, is more contagious. We need to keep our students and employees safe. Parents will be given the choice to opt their children out of the new requirement. The superintendent says just how that will be done will be decided in the next 48 hours. The discomfort of a mask distracts some children from learning by increasing airway resistance during exhalation. The administrator of St. Lucie County's health department says just within the last seven days that there have been 280 positive cases in children 14 years and younger. The vaccine is the most effective way to protect yourself from COVID-19. The new mandate does not apply to staff members. District officials say, however, they are strongly recommended and that they plan to revisit the policy next month at the next school board meeting. I see this as a huge problem for mandates because we should be about choice and freedom. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. Half of the teachers at a Tequesta preschool have resigned following the decision to keep masks mandatory for teachers and staff, regardless of vaccination status for the upcoming school year. Here's WPTV's Megan McRoberts. For five years. Our kids love going to school there. Neil Hingle has been a part of the First Presbyterian Preschool family in Sequesta. The teachers are just incredible. It's a total family there. Sending three of his kids there with hopes of also sending his fourth. That's why the idea of looking for a new school is hard to grasp. Uh, It's really unfortunate that this happened 
this close to school starting. At least six of just a dozen teachers at the preschool have resigned following the resignation of the school's longtime director, Penny Rogers. In a letter, Rogers said a resignation effective Wednesday comes as she wrote, quote, the church leadership and I have arrived at a very recent impasse due to the restrictions and mandates to be imposed upon teachers and our families for the upcoming school year. And that, quote, the measures to be implemented are contrary to my personal beliefs and principles. School leadership, citing the recent rise in COVID cases, decided to continue requiring masks for staff and teachers, but leave them optional for young students, leaving that decision with parents. I guess my reaction was a couple of things. First, the session tried to talk her out of it. Church elder Tim O'Neill says the teacher resignations were a result of Roger's departure. So the sole responsibility for the situation we're in falls with the director. They're now scrambling to convince teachers to come back or find new ones. But O'Neill can't be sure if they will be able to hire enough staff by the start of school in early September. When you have four kids, um, any sort of uncertainty um, is bad. Hingle now one of about 80 families looking for a plan B, but finding a new school this late could be tough. I just hope that the well-being of our children is kept in mind and the well-being of our moms and our families and dads also is all kept in mind. The school says it has found a new director and will still not be lifting the mask mandate. And to parents, O'Neill says they're working hard to keep this school an option. Megan McRoberts, WPTV. State officials say COVID is responsible for another 16 deaths in Florida. Meanwhile, federal health officials say Florida has over 15,000 people hospitalized with COVID, and this makes 10 days in a row the state has set a new record in hospitalizations. Martin County's fifth Wawa location is... uh, and its third Chick-fil-A got the go-ahead Tuesday from the county commission. The 6,119-square-foot, 10-pump restaurant gas station is to be built on 2.2 acres at the southeast corner of US-1 and northwest Goldenrod Road, according to county records. The 4,980-square-foot chicken restaurant with a drive through is to be built on 1.5 acres on US-1 south of the Wawa record show. The projects are part of a larger development known as West Jensen, first approved as a development of regional impact in 1989, said Pete Walden, county principal planner at Tuesday's county commission meeting. Lastly, another huge tip happened at a restaurant near Panama City, Florida. Someone left their server a big tip, plus an extra $1,000 for their kitchen staff. Veteran cornerback Patrick Robinson has decided to retire after 11 seasons, adding to the New Orleans Saints' pressing need at the position. Robinson, age 33, began his career as the Saints' first-round draft pick in 2010 and won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles in 2017. He also spent with the uh, spent time with the Chargers and Colts before his two stints in New Orleans. Our news time 6:25. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
Hey, South Florida, do you need health insurance or want to switch plans? You can sign up for a new Florida Blue Health plan or switch to a better one for as little as $0 per month if you qualify. Call us today, 772-621-8830, or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more. To be eligible for zero monthly cost, your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Benefits available in certain plans and counties. Florida Blue and Florida Blue HMO are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. 626 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? On our roadways right here, I'm not nothing happening. Just uh, keep in mind, kids getting back to school today, there's going to be just a heavier traffic flow throughout this morning. But really, we're not seeing any accidents, no kind of tie-ups. There's your latest look at traffic. It's a warm 82 in Stewart. And in El Burro Bello, Italy, it's a warm 85. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some spotty downpours towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Thursday, a similar weather day, morning coastal rainfall followed by afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. Friday, increasing clouds and rain chances as tropical storm Fred approaches. Scattered showers and storms with breezy winds, highs in the upper 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. 
So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 6.30 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and it's time to do some viral videos. All right, so this past Monday, um, there were at least six tornadoes that touched down in northern Illinois. And there was damage, but thank the Lord, no serious injuries. Now, there's a storm chaser near Sycamore, Illinois, who got one of them on video and could not get over how big this storm was, Bonnie. Wow. Yeah. Now, he calls it violent, but he goes a little overboard on the word violent. With some nervousness in his voice, I detect. Let's listen. Ripping up the trees! It's about to cross the road! That is a violent tornado! Violent tornado! Violent tornado! This is a violent tornado! That is easily an EF2. Violent tornado east of Sycamore. Yeah, violent tornado. I think he got his uh, his point across that it was a violent tornado he that was loud and clear to me i yeah. <laughs> was it loud and clear to you too it was do you know what kind of tornado that was um uh, i don't know it was violent oh just, just very violent it was violent and terrifying with a capital v i don't know if i've ever if i ever would want to be one of those storm chasers mm-hmm. maybe back in my younger days i would have liked something like that okay but now i'm just like I don't know. I'm not as bold as I used to be to just get in a vehicle with all my friends and Mm -hmm. go chasing one of those storms around. Found another video out here. This one's kind of funny, but it's a little gross at the same time. Uh, There's a competitive eater by the name of Eric Booker who set a Guinness World Record by chugging two liters of soda. He did it in 18.45 seconds. Who would want to chug that much soda in one sitting? All right. Uh, Somebody does, though. Let's let's listen in. Good evening. My name is Eric Badlands Booker. I'm a competitive eater from Selden, New York, United States, and I'm about to attempt a Guinness World Record. Yeah, he's going to attempt a Guinness World Record. Two liters of soda. Let's do this, okay? I have an official measuring cup here. You see right here, yeah. it's 2,000 milliliters, which is two liters. Got okay. his official measuring cup there. Pouring the soda in. Mm-hmm. You hear pouring in, Bonnie. Okay, there you go. No better sound in the world than the oh, yeah. fizziness of a fizzy drink. Yeah, there exactly. you go. Exactly. Okay. Exactly two liters this in the measuring cup. This is a perfect chug. I hope he's thirsty enough. So, yeah, I hope so, too. Let's get the picture so we have photographic evidence. Yeah, you want to get the photographic evidence. Okay, okay, hip-hop. Okay, here we go. Two liters. Two liters. Of soda. Of okay. soda. It's at the proper measurement right here. He's a big boy. Okay. He really and is. Yeah. My yeah. benchmark is 30 seconds. Benchmark is 30 Can seconds. Can I do it? Well, 
Let's find out. That's the previous record. Okay. Thirty seconds. We're gonna do this in five. Here we go. Four. This is amazing. Three. What he does oh, at the end is amazing. Two, you have to listen. One. Here he goes. Oh. Look. Look at him go. Look at him go. <laughs> He's just chugging away. Seven seconds. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. 13, 14, looks like he's going to pop. 16, 17, 18, point 45 <sighs> seconds. Now, listen. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Oh, my Lord. He worked hard to let it all out like that. Yeah. <laughs> what a release. Yes. That just came from way yeah. down below. I mean, it was like, wow. He he started laughing, though. He didn't even say, excuse me. No. Not using proper etiquette in no, his video. Not at all. Was that a Mountain Dew that he was drinking, No, by it was the way? Coca-Cola. It was uh, it brown. Was. Yes, it was Coca-Cola. <laughs> They're coming oh, yeah. out with some uh, hard Mountain Dew, I guess, mm-hmm. where uh, it's going to hit stores next year, and it's going to have 5% alcohol in three Ooh. different flavors of your Mountain Dew. Ooh. It's going to be watermelon, black cherry, and let me see, what is the third? The original Mountain Dew uh-huh. is going to have the uh, alcohol in it, too. Oh, my gosh. Really? Now, do you think, oh, oh minus the caffeine. Oh. It's weird. They're making it. Mountain Dew, but I guess not a whole lot of sugar and and no caffeine. Mm-hmm. So okay, it's going right. to be weird. All right, I was sitting in my uh, my office yesterday at home, um, and I was reading my uh, digital magazine, and I found a story <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. Okay, all right. <laughs> Is this a love story? No, it's it has to do with colors. Ah, uh, like com- the rainbow. Yeah, it comes from the pages of Cosmo magazine, and it says studies have shown that colors drawn can reveal a lot about men's personalities. Now, ask a guy which of these colors he likes the best and let him know what his choice really means. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go over. There's four colors they're talking about. And then I want. I would like you to ask Gary what his favorite color is of these four. Uh-huh. And then you'll know ahead of time what each color means. Oh, that's kind of okay. cool. So that, what fun. I, I can tell you my favorite color is red. Out of uh, what? Out of the four. What other Because red is in here. There's red, green, black, and white. Mm-hmm. And is there a reason now why you chose red? Red's always been my favorite color since day one. And what's the meaning behind it? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know. Anybody that likes the color red is uh, a practical guy, athletic and resourceful, and he loves to express himself, but doesn't like to talk when the lights go out. Okay, so in other words, they when the lights go down, yes. they stifle themselves. Oh, okay, that can't be my guy because even okay. when the lights go out, he's talking. Okay. He likes to talk a lot. Okay, so that's the color red. You're practical, okay. you're athletic and resourceful, and you love to express yourself, but it doesn't. Uh, but but they don't like to talk when the lights go out. Now this is pertaining to guys, not to women. Interesting. Okay, now if you like the color green. If you like the color green, you're very nurturing, you're very supportive, you're very lovable, and you're great to hang out with and eager to please a woman 
during intimate times. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I bet a, gre- a lover of the green color might be a man of nature. Mm-hmm. Now, black, okay? Uh, somebody that's favorite color is black is very emotional and very loyal. And he would never cheat on his girl. He can be very dramatic, which makes him very intense beneath the sheets, <laughs> oh my gosh. is what it says. Okay. Okay. And the last one <laughs> is white. Uh-huh. Okay. I wonder if there's a fellow that would pick white. Okay. White is a person, a man that's objective and analytical. The guy enjoys being around women, but he needs his space and plenty of guys nights out. Okay, so you're never going to see them. Right, exactly. <laughs> so now out of those four, which do you think that he would say he may be? Oh, now Gary? In your humble opinion. Um, which one? I don't know. Uh, what's that blue one? What did that blue one say again? There's no blue. There isn't a blue. No, there's a red, a green, a black, and a white. Yeah, you know, I'm not really sure. He might. He kind of tends to have this uh, mixture of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely not the white one because I do tend to see him quite a bit. Okay. You know, he would rather hang out with me at home okay. than okay. Be, be out with the guys. Okay. All and, right. And um, helping around the house. And so then that, that whittle that that narrows it down to three colors: red, green. Or black. I think he has like a mix of the um, red and the green and the black, you know. And All together, so he's a rainbow. Well, yeah, with okay. him, I can't really just pick one of those colors, okay. but he's not the white one. Okay, um, all right. Get it? Not the white one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he wouldn't be, the, I don't think he would be the white dude You ask we why, but you wouldn't be the white one. <laughs> Did um, Rachel uh, look at these and pick one no, for you? No, because I saw these. Seemingly that she you was, would be. She was sleeping this morning. Uh-huh. Um, I saw these at three thirty this morning. Now, was that in the Cosmo magazine too? In the digital, in the digital edition. Okay, that was in the digital edition That's that I read. Pretty cool. I mean, those things are kind of fun. Yeah, you know, you just kind of take them with a grain of salt. And, and exactly. I don't know if they have the real meaning, but that's it. But that's fun. It's kind of like when I read my daily horoscope, that's mm-hmm. fun, too. I yeah. think I read two of them now in the last week, where uh-huh. I used to read them all the time. How was your horoscope, by the way? They're okay. Yeah. You know, they, it seems like Has they, it ever come out to be true? They always tell you things that are kind of going on, but, you know, it could be on such of a broad range scale with right. so many people that who the heck knows. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. But there's always, like, some line in there that might pertain to you about what's going on. Bonnie, did you... Did you know that 44% of teenagers have no idea how to jumpstart the battery in a car? 44% of teens? 44% of teen drivers have no concept of how to jumpstart a battery in a car. Well, because they don't have a lot of experience with cars yet. And Mm -hmm. I I can see where um, I'm kind of surprised that maybe 54% 56% then Mm -hmm. do have the idea and are skilled about jumping that battery, so that's good. But I can see where a lot lot of the young drivers didn't have that experience yet. Did you know that only 44% of men think a woman should take their last name when getting married? Only Only 44%? Only 40. That's a very low percentile. I like the combination names that are combined. Oh, the hyphenated. Yeah, hyphenated. That's right. right. So yours would, would be... If you and Gary Tri- were to wed, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, you know, triple B, er, divulge everything, but it'd be <laughs> BBB. Yes. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool. I hey, BBB, like come here. Triple B. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Did you know that in Eastern Africa, you can buy beer brewed from bananas? Oh, how beer interesting. Brewed from, so I guess it's banana beer. Um, that actually sounds pretty good. Wow. I do like beer, and I like bananas. And I wonder how that would taste. I wonder how a, a banana. Beer. I wonder how a beer would taste with some banana cream pie, a banana cream pie and a beer at like the Golden Corral. Wow, you'll I, have to try that sometime. I, I mentioned Golden Corral because their um, banana cream pie is like my favorite. There. I haven't been there in forever, especially with COVID going on. I was there about good gosh, maybe four or five months ago. I took my stepson there. Really? Yeah. How did he? How did Jaden like? He it? loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He got, it's a field day. He got these like. Uh, he got going on like the were they fish sticks or or chicken wings, some uh-huh. kind of uh, chicken tenders mm-hmm. that he was eating, mm-hmm. and he he was looking me across the table and said, "Bonnie, this is good. This is good." Yeah, you could have a field day there, especially if you're hungry and you haven't eaten all day. Oh man, forget it. And you make the buffet go broke. They make some of the best meatloaf I've ever tasted. Their meatloaf too, is very good. Besides my mom's, of it course. Is very I good. love you, mom. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock Mama's meatloaf. That's for sure. <laughs> but they have some sort of recipe. You know, you know, their recipe is right on the wall, and I, I just haven't made it because uh, Gary doesn't like meatloaf. Mm. He's, really? Yeah. Does he like hamburgers? Oh, he loves my hamburgers. Okay, I now wait a minute. All night. right, so here we go. Now, now there's a conflict. Be- oh, there's something about the meatloaf where his mom used to put the ketchup on top of the meatloaf. As a topping. As the topping. Okay. I, something going on And that, that freaked him out. Maybe. Really? I, so, so if you were to make a meatloaf yeah. without ketchup on top of it, would he eat it? I, you know, I don't see why not. It's so, so like you were going to just bring up, Evan, that it's so close to the hamburger It's now, just like a it? hamburger. It really a is. A hamburger's flat and a meatloaf is round. I'm going to make some meatloaf. I bet he would like it. And I'm going to first I'm going to go back to the Golden Corral and get their recipe. And you broil a hamburger and you bake a meatloaf. That's the only difference. Oh yeah, you're right. Right? Well, Cuz you put that big round piece of meat in the oven and you bake it. You don't broil it. I've, Where a burger, you broil. No, I've baked and I broiled hamburgers for okay. them. And last night it was in the Ninja Foodie Grill. Oh. Grilled the burgers. Oh, I bet those came out good. Yeah. But those were very good. Yeah, they did. He was he was loving, and we had burger and beans, baked be- bushes, baked beans. Now, That's- do you um <laughs> do you, do you take the beans out of the can, put them in a pot, and heat them up? And do you add any extra ingredients? No, I don't. To your I, beans, I leave the beans as is. Sometimes I like to add okay. a little hot sauce to my beans, okay, or put a little bit of cheese in mine, even okay. cheesy beans. All right, <laughs> I know that. Uh, Rachel, when she does her beans, she will um, spruce them up, give them a little kick. What does she do to spruce I think, them? I think she I puts be... brown sugar ah, yeah. in her beans and some other things. It... If she calls this morning, we'll have to ask. What if she adds a little bit of uh, onion? Does she add a little onion or I'm not sure, uh, veggie to it? Because I'm not, I'm not a baked bean eater. I don't generally like baked beans oh i like them but when she kicks them up Uh and kind of spruces them up a little bit kicks them up a notch yeah like emerald i like any kind of uh, barbecue like mission barbecue Mm -hmm. uh you know with the uh, that's a great place to eat by the way mission barbecue yeah excellent food i gotta go back there and take get some takeout they mm-hmm. did bring food to us one morning, long while ago here, mm-hmm. to the morning show. and They wow, did? Yeah, they did. When they were first opening, they served us 
There was macaroni and cheese, a oh lot my. of pulled pork. Early in the morning? Some chicken early in the morning. I need to make a phone call. I'm missing out on this They stuff. had this garlic bread, and then they opened me up to the uh, favorite sauce is the uh, hot and sweet sauce. Oh, I like, the I, sweet, I like the sweet sauce. I don't like the hot stuff. I, like, I think this was called uh, Sweet Then Heat. Okay. Where you it tastes sweet at first, followed by a little bit of heat coming up. Okay. Oh, and it, it, oh, it's some of the best sauce ever. Bonnie, when you order Chinese food, do you like the fortune cookie? No. Okay. I'm not a so fan you, of a fortune okay. cookie. Okay. You are in the 21 percentile of people who refuse to eat a fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah. I'm, now, I'm me, not a fan of it. I like it. Yeah. Just because it has that sweet taste. Sure. Now, I have gotten some fortune cookies that I want to throw against the wall. Really? Yeah, Just because, because of the fortune they're inside? stale. Oh, yeah. They're st- you think they've been sitting for a year. They got to be crunchy, right? Yeah, they got to be crunchy. Yeah. When you go to bite into a fortune cookie and it bends like a piece of rubber, mm-hmm. oh, forget it. See, I don't even like ben- biting into a fortune cookie because it kind of hurts my mouth. I don't I don't even like to bite into one. I'm not just not it's like, oh, take them or leave them. You can have my fortune cookie. Okay. Well, <laughs> next time you order Chinese food, bring me in the fortune cookie. Oh, I will. So I can eat fortune cookie I'll on air. I'm sure of that. Yes, please yeah. do. Next, I will gladly eat the fortune next cookie. Next time we order from Hong Kong Restaurant. Okay. It's like been one of our favorites lately, too. Where's that restaurant at? In Port St. Lucie, right by the Winn-Dixie. Oh, I know where Port that is. Port St. Lucie Bayshore? Boulevard. Bayshore? Bayshore. Right there? Okay, I'm going to have to try that because I'm always looking for... Uh, new Chinese restaurants to get food. Get and their, if you endorse it, it's good. Their steamed dumplings are pretty divine. Dumplings are good? They're pretty okay. divine. Oh! Uh, y- remind me to talk about what I made for dinner last night after oh, the yeah. news. Orange chicken? Remi- we're going to talk okay. about it. All right. 647 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan Abani. It's time for news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metal. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Please make sure and go see our personal good friend, Hawk Levy, and let him know that Evan and Bonnie sent you there. It's time for news. Here's Bonnie at the news desk. Good morning once again. Within the last week, many Florida residents trying to receive their unemployment benefits have reported that they have been suddenly locked out of their accounts. WPTV's Matt Sesney has details. And I'm supposed to claim weeks tomorrow and I can't even get on. I'm just on hold. Jenna Mayers of Port St. Lucie says she's been locked out of her online unemployment account since last week. I'm only getting $68 a week on unemployment. Now she can't even get that amount or have any access to her claim or information. Correct. The lockout has seemingly affected thousands of Floridians. The Career Source Office in West Palm Beach says they were flooded with people Tuesday morning showing up and calling about the issue which CareerSource says is with the Department of Economic Opportunity. It's believed the DEO locked accounts in response to a recent data breach involving 58,000 accounts. I went on last week or the week before to claim and it was locked completely. I went to change forgot password and it won't allow me to do that either. Lori Danielli of Boca Raton is also locked out. It asks me for my claimant ID and password to get in my PIN. Once I do that, it goes to, you've tried too many a times, um, you're locked out. DEO on its website does offer a help webpage for locked accounts. I feel like my whole life's on hold. But people like Jenna say nothing. 
is working. Since 7.30 in the morning, every day. Hangs up on you. You can't speak to anybody. Nobody calls. Nobody answers. The phone hangs up. The whole system's a mess. We asked DEO if there was another way to fix this locked out issue with the accounts. In response, they told us they would look into both Jenna and Lori's problems with their accounts. In West Palm Beach, Matt Sesney, WPTV, News Channel 5. Well, it's been a year in years in coming, and when the city commission approved a controversial Costco project early Tuesday morning, the decision was greeted with both cheers and jeers from the public. The eight-hour meeting held in the Blake Library to accommodate the expected crowd drew more than 100 people with about another 100 watching on Zoom. The commission's unanimous decision came after about 40 people weighed in. Costco Wholesale Corporation is expected to open its store here by 2024, according to city records. Developer Joe Marino of M&M Realty Partners said he wants to break ground as soon as possible. Martin County's fifth Wawa location and its third Chick-fil-A got the go-ahead Tuesday from the county commission. The 6,119-square-foot, 10-pump restaurant gas station is to be built on 2.2 acres at the southeast corner of US-1 and Northwest Goldenrod Road, according to county records. The 4,980-square-foot chicken restaurant with a drive through is to be built on 1.5 acres on US-1 South of the Wawa record show. The projects are part of a larger development known as West Jensen, first approved as a development of regional impact in 1989, said Pete Walden, county principal planner at Tuesday's county commission meeting. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced Tuesday that he is resigning from his position in light of sexual harassment allegations made against him. Cuomo made the announcement at a press briefing in which he apologized for his actions and said, I accept full responsibility. And wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. And I love you. And everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, The best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. Como said his resignation will take effect in two weeks, in which time Lieutenant Governor Kathy Holchul will take over as governor. She'll be the first woman to hold the office. In a tweet, Holchul said she agrees with Como's decision and is prepared to lead the state. Fred became a tropical storm last night and could be on its way to Florida. The entire state is within the cone of uncertainty. And while Fred is not forecast to become a hurricane, Florida Weather Center meteorologist Dan Kudlowski says you never know. You remember Hermine in, in 2016? No computer model had it going to a hurricane. It became a hurricane when it hit the panhandle. So a lot of uncertainty. Wind and rain could be hitting the Florida Keys by Friday. From there, Fred could spread north this weekend through the peninsula and up to the panhandle. Lastly, the state officials are saying that COVID is responsible for another 16 deaths in Florida. Meanwhile, federal health officials say Florida has over 15,000 people 
hospitalized with COVID, and this makes 10 days in a row the state has set a new record in hospitalizations. Martin County North will represent Florida in the Little League World Series starting next week in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Now, first, the boys from Palm City will play the team from Nolansville, Tennessee, for the Southeast Region Championship um, that is today. And Martin County North punched its ticket after beating the team from Midland, Georgia, 4 to nothing on Monday. Now, this afternoon, you can watch Martin County North on ESPN Game Time at 2 this afternoon. Our news time is 6.54. We'll have weather and traffic together next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, Best jewelry buyers and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, if you're traveling today, you know, just look for the kids, the back-to-school kids and the school buses traveling on the roads. Uh, Watch out, slow down, you know, make it a safe ride for everyone. And we're not finding any accidents to report during this early morning. And uh, there's your latest look at traffic. And it's a clear sky here in Port St. Lucie. We're at 79 in Morton, Illinois, clear and 76. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some spotty downpours towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Thursday, a similar weather day, morning coastal rainfall followed by afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. Friday, increasing clouds and rain chances as tropical storm Fred approaches. Scattered showers and storms with breezy winds, highs in the upper 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 3380. 
Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com. Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 6.58 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And uh, Bonnie, if I had more time, I would tell you about dinner last night, but it's we're like right up against the top of the hour, so I'll wait for... Uh, for it before we do our birthdays and anniversaries next hour. But all I can tell you, as Mr. Food would say, ooh, it was so good. Oh, don't you just love it when, you know, you make something and everybody loves it and yeah. then, like, you're so proud of it. Uh-huh. I know I have uh, plenty of potatoes, too, in my pantry. So when I get home today, I'm going to make two different flavors of potato salad. Really? I make potato salad white. And I make it with the yellow, the mustard potato salad. I've had both, actually. And I'm kind of on the fence because depending on with the mustard, some people add a little too much mustard. Yeah, when it's overt, that's not that great either. We're going to make that just right, just the right combination. Folks, I hope we're not making you hungry, but uh, don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back after the news right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. Democrats, all the no's Republicans approving a three and a half trillion dollar budget blueprint in the Senate that includes money for pre-K, free, and free community college, child care and health care, and money for fighting climate change, what the Senate's GOP leader calls a socialist wish list, goes to the House next. Speaker Nancy Pelosi says, This is about equity. And too many times these things that, well, we have to have it, it's bipartisan. We have to have it, have equity. Well, the House plans to consider that bill in a few weeks and send it back to the Senate where Democrats can approve it using a process Republicans cannot block. Nineteen Republicans did vote in favor of an infrastructure bill hours earlier. Others didn't, including Senator John Kennedy. They told us the bill was paid for. It isn't. They told us the bill wouldn't raise taxes. It does. They told us the bill wouldn't contribute to inflation and higher prices. It will. But the Taliban keeps taking over areas of Afghanistan as U.S. troops leave in a withdrawal that will be complete this month. President Biden says it's up to the Afghans. They've got to fight for themselves, fight for their nation. Fox's Simon Owen has an update live. 
And Dave, every few hours, word emerges of another Afghan city falling to Taliban control. In the city of Farah, where Taliban militants have been seen walking through the main square, this fighter says we've captured the governor's office, the police headquarters, and a security compound. With most foreign troops having pulled out of Afghanistan, the Taliban is thought to have captured around nine provincial capitals in roughly six days. Dave? Simon, tropical storm Fred has soaked Puerto Rico overnight on track to hit Florida Friday night into Saturday. It is not expected to become a hurricane. America's listening to Fox News. According to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I, um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. More than seven months after the deadly capital attack, one of the more than 500 people charged has been ordered to be released from jail before trial. A district court says it was wrong to rule that George Tanios should be held on charges that included assaulting officer Brian Sicknick on the day of the Capitol riot. Sicknick died of a stroke following the attack. The change came after determining that Tanios had no prior felonies on his record. He also had no known ties to extremist groups. Tanios' attorney said his client also had no part in planning for the riot. While Officer Sicknick's death has been attributed to the riot, Tanios nor anyone else has been directly charged for the death. Gernal Scott, Fox News. We'll get an update on inflation next hour. How much more we keep paying for things. Last one showed the highest increase in 13 years, jumping nearly 1%, driven mostly by higher car and truck costs. July's increases aren't expected to be nearly as dramatic, with most economists saying they think consumer prices increased a half percent in July, according to a Reuters poll. This Fox's Sean Langella, head of that on Wall Street stock futures, are mixed. The day after the Dow gained 162 points to a new record, but the Nasdaq dropped 72 points. The Washington football team dropped the Redskins' name. Baseball's Cleveland Indians will be called the Guardians starting next season, and now a college team is rebranding itself. Valparaiso University Tuesday announced that their athletic programs will now go by the nickname of the Beacons, chosen after a months-long process that included nearly 1,000 suggestions and input from students, staff, and alumni. Valpo announced back in February that they'd be getting rid of the moniker Crusaders after campus-wide concern over the name's connection to hate groups. Valparaiso school president Jose D. Padilla explained the nickname Beacon, saying in a statement that it, quote, directly connects to the university's motto, In Thy Light We See Light. That's Matt Napolitano. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. 
need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior, and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens, and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772-204-3067. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings and a featured community each week. That's my Dream Home Radio Show, Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU, or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny Show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common-sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. Live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It is August the 11th, 2021, hour number two for me and you. Hey, that's quite a voice you've got there. You ever think about doing radio? Um, I thought about it. I don't know. Can I interest you in a nightcap? Yeah, I'll take a nightcap, sure. Hello, old friends. And hello to you too, sir. Thank you for joining us. I'll take a spot. Hey, it's 7.07. Mr. Clock, would you please certify the time? It's now 7.07 a.m. Bonnie, I made a promise to you before we get to birthdays. I'll tell you about dinner last night, and it was orange chicken all the way at the nine household. Deliciousness, right? It was good. It was good, but I made it different than normally it is the way that Panda or other places make it. Because a lot of places, they make it... With the crunchiness. It's like a deep fried more. Right. It's like deep fried and then they, you know, scuttle it around in a bowl and stuff like that. So what I did was I took some boneless chicken breasts last night and a very sharp paring knife and I sliced and diced into cubes about that big. Put it in a frying pan, put some butter in there and I cooked it up. No seasoning at all. Just straight chicken. So after it was all cooked, I took it out of the frying pan, put it on a paper plate, got a bunch of paper towels, put on top of the chicken, and I pressed down hard to get all the grease and all the juice out of it so it wouldn't be greasy. Now, in another saute pan, I had the orange sauce from Panda Express. Oh, in oh their, you got their actual sauce. I got sauce. their actual ah. sauce from Panda. You see, maybe that's what made it good. 
Or was mm-hmm. or was it really you being the chef? No, well, I think the sauce made it good, to be honest with you. I don't want Rachel calling in and throwing me under the bus. No, but you had the idea to do that right. and, you know, get the sauce right. of the Panda Express. Right, so I, I, I put the sauce in another pan, and I heated it up. It started boiling a little bit and caramelizing, mm-hmm. and then I dumped mm-hmm. the chicken in and let it saute in the sauce for about 10 minutes. Now... Out in the freezer in the garage in the deep freeze, I bought what's called white sticky rice. For those of you that don't know what white sticky rice is, it's basically white rice that sticks together. It's so all you could, globby and it's gooey. It's all globby and, and gooey. Mm-hmm. Put it in the microwave for five minutes, and it comes out. Rachel had no idea what sticky rice is, and now she yeah. loves sticky rice. <laughs> give me more of that sticky rice, Yeah, give Evan. me more of that sticky rice. <laughs> so I put some sticky rice on the plate. Put some orange chicken. Oh, Rachel took my. it all and mixed it all together into one mosh. Oh, she did? Yeah. See, I don't know if I would mosh mine together yeah. like that, but it, it, I bet so it's So I good. separated it because I like my orange chicken separate because on my white sticky rice, don't gross out. I like to put ketchup. Oh, no. Yes. That's just I wrong. know. I ruined the whole meal. I, I know. Would, I could handle butter, maybe some garlic yeah. powder, some yeah. butter. Yeah. Ketchup on sticky rice. <laughs> uh-uh. Yep. That's weird. And we enjoyed a nice, quaint dinner at the dinner table. And then as the evening progressed, our mouths were a little bit on fire. Yeah. Because the orange sauce had a little bit of a kick to it. That's all right. That's okay. I could handle that. It was fine. Oh man. A so little, that was our dinner. A little bit of fire in the orange sauce mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. and in the chicken and oh yep. man, that sounds divine. But I am going to go back to the store and go buy me some more or some more sticky rice. I bet you will. Cuz that sticky rice was good. Get more of the Panda Express sauce man, too while you're was, there. It was it was well, I bought the last jar on the shelf wow. last night. So I think the next time the next um Asian dish that I'm going to make is probably going to be maybe teriyaki chicken. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try, gonna it try now. that one. That's going to be the next venture. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the we'll next We'll be over venture. to eat. No problem. Come on over. Time for birthdays, anniversaries, and back in the day. And of course, we always start with Bonnie. Go Just ahead, Bonnie. I want to say happy birthday, Michelle. Michelle. Yep. Michelle Mybell. <laughs> Happy birthday. That's a friend of yours, local or out of state? Local. Oh, okay. Yep. Happy birthday, Michelle, yes. if you're listening. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is 38 years old today. That's Thor in the Marvel Cinema- Cinematic Universe. He's very strong. Yes. Will Freddy. Freddle. I'm sorry, Freddle. Will Freddle or Friedel. I don't know how you say it. 45 years old today. That's Eric Matthews on Boy Meets World. Chris Messina is 47. That's Danny on the Mindy Project. Anna Gunn is 53. That's Walter White's wife, Skylar, on Breaking Bad. Oh, no, I know Skylar. Oh, she played a, a very, she played a good part. And mm-hmm. everybody, though, played a great part in Breaking Bad mm-hmm. throughout that whole series. Wonderful acting. The guy that owns the UFC, Joe, Ro- no, it's Dana White. Joe Rogan, the color commentator for UFC, is 54 years old today. 54 years old today. Viola Davis, 56. That's Amanda Walter in the Suicide Squad movies. Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. One hit wonder. 67 years old today. Bonnie, can you name the song? It would be Stepping Out. Love that song. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Love that song. It's one of those songs that just, uh, you can turn it on and still love it today. Mm -hmm. It's like a timeless song. The kids are even enjoying it. If I say the name Terry Bollea to you. Does that have 
any meaning at all. Bolea? Well, Terry Bolea. The name sounds like it could be Italian or French. Okay. Well, that's his real birth name. But his on-screen name, the one and only immortal one himself, Hulk Hogan, oh. is 68 years old today. 68. He turned 68. Yep. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned it was uh, Chris Hemsworth's birthday, too, Mm -hmm. who plays Thor. Uh, He and Hulk Hogan sharing the same birthdays today, and Uh Chris is going to play Hulk in an up-and-coming movie, I think, on Netflix. Yes, it is. It Uh, is. Very much so. A Hulk Hogan movie. Very much so. Yep. We wish the the Hulkster a very happy 68th birthday. And I love that. Chris playing Thor, and -hmm. now he's going to play the strong Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. Oh, it should be good. It's going to be incredible. Eric Carmen. Wow. Now, there's a name that uh, I, I remember from way back in the day of, of Top 40 Music Radio when we were using carts to play songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember those days, Bonnie? I do, yeah. Uh, using carts? Yeah. And then it went to CDs, they, and then it went all digital. They were like a little eight-tracks. Uh, eight eight-tracks. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you could take one of those and play them in your car, so I tried it, and it didn't work. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> those carts used to get all dusty, too. Yeah. I hated that, and I was so glad when we went to Better Systems and Radio. Remember every hour you had to go to the back wall and pull the upcoming hours carts, and you'd have them stacked? Yeah. You'd have, like, music 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 commercial sweeper music 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 and it was all stacked and some and then, of them were color-coded yes, with the little round circles yes the little red dots or the green dots so you know which is music and commercials and they would even color code like maybe if there was a male announcer on one and a yes. female announcer and you didn't right. want to have the or maybe two uh, car mm-hmm. dealerships back oh to you back. just you read my mind oh yeah because that was like the cardinal sin of radio of the old school radio days is you never play Two car dealerships in a row. I know. You sandwich it with something in the middle. It makes me wonder if they're even paying attention to that anymore, Evan. Because mm-hmm. like, even on TV, I find I'll see, I'll see the car ads and mm-hmm. the same kind of yep. lawyer commercials yep. on. They're yep. back-to-back now. Yep. It's like, like they don't care anymore. That was old-school radio back in the day. Yeah. That's when radio was real radio, believe it or not, because oh, that was like you. the cardinal sin. You never play two car commercials, two attorney, uh, two yeah. food restaurants, yeah. like a McDonald's and a Burger King. Oh, forget it. You'd get your head chopped off if you played a McDonald's and a Burger King commercial back to back. And now in this day and age, you're seeing more McDonald's and Burger Kings yeah. uh, across the street from one another. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> John Conley, 75 years old today. That's the country music singer. His number one hits included Lady Lay Down, Backside of 30, Common Man, I'm Only In It For Love, In My Eyes, and Got My Heart Set On You. I think he has a lot of hits, and I think the one I recognize the most might be Backside of 30 there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm on the back side of 30. Yeah, well, I'm on the back side of 60. That's all I <laughs> and can say. And you're proud of it, that's too, right. aren't you? That's right. Damn right I am. Well, 61. The, that's like the new back side of 30. Exactly. Right? That's the upside of 60. I love it. Ian McDiarmid uh, is 77. That's the Emperor slash Darth Sidious slash Supreme Chancellor Palpatine in the Star Wars movies. Celebrating a birthday in the heavens. Alex Haley, the Roots author, passed away in 1992. And he was born in 1921. Mm-hmm. He lived a, like a really uh, nice long life there. Sure did. Yeah. Sure did. Today is National Mountain Day. Ain't no mountain high enough to keep people from celebrating Mountain Day in Japan. That's where it's celebrated. Oh. 
There's no mountains around here to climb, so we can't celebrate National Mountain Day. But if you go up further north into the Georgia area, yes, you will find mountains. And Japan, I guess, is very mountainous, too. They're known for their good downhill ski slopes and skiing. Today is National Son and Daughter Day. National Son and Daughter Day. So it's time to spoil the kids today. All right. Time to spoil your kids. I could be all about that. Yes. So after you pick them up from school today... Take them to the store and spoil the living bejesus out of them. Take them to Ellie's Downtown Deli and Stewart and That's get it. some delicious dessert for Definitely. them. Definitely. It's also National Royal National Agricultural Show Day. Now, you ask what is Royal National Agricultural Show Day? Well, dogwood dogs, birdie beetles, show bags, fireworks displays, and a whole day of fun and relaxation. If you're from the Sunshine State, which is Florida, you know what we're talking about. The Royal Agricultural National Show Day, or the ECA, as they call it. Every year it takes place on the second or third Wednesday in August at the Brisbane Showgrounds. It's a public holiday in Queensland, and the festival lasts about ten whole days. Great food, awesome rides, prize-winning animals, crafts, grand parade, and a night show spectacular of fireworks wow yeah sounds like a lot of fun you said the brisbane showgrounds Mm -hmm. i think that's in actually in australia yes yes mighty yes mate sure is sure is Uh, 102 years ago in uh, 1919 scottish-born steel mogul andrew carnegie passed away at the age of 83 years old today andrew carnegie did you ever oh did you ever watch the uh a and e or I think it's on the History Channel, mm-hmm. the episodes about the uh, makers that made this country. Mm-hmm. And An- Andrew Carnegie, did you say he had the steel industry? Yes. Yeah, he one of the very first, uh, you know, makers of uh, really making this country great way mm-hmm. back when. He wow. and uh, I think it was Rockefeller, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of the really old prestigious names that um one of the ones that helped to build the country what look at it up on the history channel okay and uh take a watch it's good watching uh tv it'll it tells you a lot about our history 87 years ago today in 1934 the first federal prisoners arrived at the prison island called alcatraz otherwise known as the rock in san francisco bay now when i was in san francisco on business eons ago when I, I did syndicated radio, mm-hmm. I took a tour of Alcatraz. I we was going to ask boat. if you were ever there yeah. to see that. I did. I we yeah. went in the, we went in the bay and we took a boat tour and it went underneath the Golden Gate Bridge, which is wow. not gold, by the way. It is a off red color, like a is pinkish it really? color. Yes, <laughs> okay, it is. Went to a couple of uh, San Francisco Giant baseball games, but we did take a tour of Alcatraz. I was fascinated. Were you? Fascinated by this place. See, I don't even know if I would want wow. to go there. I'd be haunted by oh, that it was place. Fascinating. Was it? Yes. Did, were you able to go inside the quarters? Yeah, they that? let you like, you give you get a whole tour and everything. Yeah. It's really fascinating. It's just an island that sits by itself in the middle of the bay. Mm-hmm. It's really fascinating. Yeah, I I bet it would be uh, mm-hmm. definitely something to see. I always wonder if the People that escaped from Alcatraz, those mm-hmm. three guys, I wonder if they ever really, really That's escaped. a lot of water to swim across. That's all I got to say. Yeah, you've been there. It's a good distance. Is it like about a mile or a, is, is it a mile or a mile or two across? I'm not, I'm not sure because it's, but, it's like you're in San Francisco and then you have the bay, then the island, 
and then I think San Diego is on the other side oh, of wow, the bay. Wow, wow. If I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on it. I'm right. not a history buff. And there's supposed to, to like be that. like some really treacherous, yeah. shark-infested waters. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. Uh, pretty intense. 57 years ago in ni- uh, 1964, the Beatles movie A Hard Day's Night premiered in New York City, and it opened a month earlier in the United Kingdom. Wow. Okay. I love those iconic pictures of the Beatles, like mm-hmm. when they're in the cars and they're being chauffeured and they're inside the vehicle and then you see all of these screaming women outside of the car just plastering the vehicle, Mm -hmm. just these frenzied fans Mm -hmm. that they were. 22 years ago today, in 1999, the rock group KISS received their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Are you still going to go down and see KISS when they come? You know, I'm going to be honest with you, I have had a change of heart because of all the stuff going on. Um, with COVID and the variant and things like that, um, I have had a change of heart about that. I really have. As much as I want to go, yeah. and even though I'm vaccinated, I'm not fearless. I'm not, because I can still catch it. And I, I just, you know, I've started masking up more anytime I go to the store, anytime I go here, anytime I go there. Um, I'm just, I'm masking up a little bit more. I'm just, I'm back in that mode from like a year ago. So I will mm-hmm. go on YouTube and watch Kiss concert videos. <laughs> watch and in the, in I'll get com- confines of your clean, safe home. Yes, right? definitely <laughs> so. So I'm not going to yeah. go see Kiss. I this don't year. blame you. No, not at all. Not in the least bit. Seven twenty-two right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news once again. Brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than seventy-five years. Bonnie's at the news desk with the headlines. Well, good morning. As a majority of children across the Sunshine State return to school, Governor Ron DeSantis says the surge in COVID cases from the Delta variant hasn't changed his opinion that kids shouldn't be required to wear masks at school. We haven't seen any major change in terms of the percentage of of hospitalized COVID-positive folks in in hospitals that are pediatrics. It's 1.3% of all COVID-positive patients are pediatrics. The governor says it should remain ultimately up to parents to decide if their child should wear a mask in class. St. Lucie Public Schools passed a mask requirement with an optional opt-out from parents during a school board meeting on Tuesday. WPTV's Derek Lowe with the story. As more than 35,000 students prepare for just the second day of school in St. Lucie County. We believe it is in the school board's best interest and for the safety of our students, especially those under the age of 12 who are ineligible for for vaccinations, to issue a mask mandate with an opt-out procedure for parents of students. Mask will be required for all students moving forward, regardless of vaccine status. This variant, as you know, is more contagious. We need to keep our students and employees safe. Parents will be given the choice to opt their children out of the new requirement. The superintendent says just how that will be done will be decided in the next 48 hours. The discomfort of a mask distracts some children from learning by increasing airway resistance during exhalation. The administrator of St. Lucie County's health department says just within the last seven days that there have been 280 positive cases in children 14 years and younger. The vaccine is the most effective way to protect yourself from COVID-19. The new mandate does not apply to staff members. District officials say, however, they are strongly recommended and that they plan to revisit the policy next month at the next school board meeting. I see this as a huge problem 
for mandates because we should be about choice and freedom. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. It's been years in coming and when the city commission approved a controversial Costco project early Tuesday morning, the decision was greeted with both cheers and jeers for from the public. The eight-hour meeting held in the Blake Library to accommodate the expected crowd drew more than 100 people with about another 100 watching on Zoom. The commission's unanimous decision came after about 40 people weighed in. Costco Wholesale Corporation is expected to open its store here by 2024, according to city records. Developer Joe Marino of M&M Realty Partners said he wants to break ground as soon as possible. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced Tuesday that he's resigning from his position in light of sexual harassment allegations made against him. Cuomo made the announcement at a press briefing in which he apologized for his actions and said, I accept full responsibility. And wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. And I love you. And everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. Como said his resignation will take effect in two weeks, in which time Lieutenant Governor Kathy Holchel will take over as governor. She'll be the first woman to hold the office. There is still no trial date for the confessed Parkland school shooter. At a hearing Tuesday, Judge Elizabeth Schurer heard arguments over how much information about the trial should be available to the media. Parkland dad Fred Gutenberg expressed his anger and frustration with how long it has taken to get to this point on Twitter. He says, we're coming up on four years soon and my family and the other families deserve a trial and we deserve justice. The judge initially said she wanted the trial to begin in September. I'm Brian Shook. And lastly, right now, a group in Buffalo, New York, is raising money for charity by trying to break the record for world's longest basketball game. They started last Friday, and if they're successful, they'll finish up tonight. Now, the current record is 120 hours, 1 minute, 7 seconds. That's a lot of basketball playing. Hope those guys are in shape. Uh, That's just over five days. A group in the Philippines had it back in 2014. Funeral arrangements are now announced for the late Florida State football coach Bobby Bowden. He will lie in honor at the Capitol Rotunda in Tallahassee on Friday. Bowden will then lie in response, in repose actually, at Sanford University in his native Birmingham on Sunday before being laid to rest at a private family burial in Trustville, Alabama. Our news time is 728. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
South Florida. Do you need health insurance or want to switch plans? You can sign up for a new Florida Blue Health plan or switch to a better one for as little as $0 per month if you qualify. Call us today, 772-621-8830, or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more. To be eligible for zero monthly cost, your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Benefits available in certain plans and counties. Florida Blue and Florida Blue HMO are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. 729 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, you want to use some caution this morning if you're traveling I-95 southbound in Hope Sound. At mile marker 90, there's tire debris in all of the lanes. So definitely do a slowdown. Use some caution there. Other areas we don't have accidents. Just watch for uh, the school children as we get back to school today in Martin County. And there's your latest look at traffic. 82 here in Stewart and in Hamilton Township, New Jersey. A partly cloudy 70. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some spotty downpours towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Thursday, a similar weather day morning coastal rainfall followed by afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. Friday, increasing clouds and rain chances as tropical storm Fred approaches. Scattered showers and storms with breezy winds, highs in the upper 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lott Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lott Insurance Services, 468-1009. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Rizacker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. 
So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo resigned amid multiple sexual harassment allegations. With a track record like that, not many places he can go besides the White House. The new Fantasy Island premiered on Fox last night. It starred the My Pillow guy with an unbelievably complex plot line. Louis C.K. announced a new comedy tour. I hear he has some brand spanking new material. Sorry, poor choice of words. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen signed a $258 million contract. Takes a lot of money to get someone to live in Buffalo. And Mountain Dew branded alcoholic drinks are coming in 2022. Until then, if you want an alcoholic drink that glows and tastes weak, you'll have to go with Corona Light. This is not Headline News. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid? Some of times these uh, stories are just too good to be true. Or they sound just like, there's no way I'm making this stuff up, but I kid you not. <laughs> they sound very unusual this sometimes. This is real deal stuff. Uh-huh. Okay, two Texas teenage girls, age 17 and 16, apparently discovered the body of a 25-year-old man who is believed to have hung himself. But rather than call the police, they decided to steal the guy's jewelry and then post a video of the disgusting act on Snapchat. This um, really sounds disgusting. Did they really do this? It's sounding disgusting yeah. for what they did. Both the girls are now facing felony charges on theft from a human corpse. Tuesday last week, investigators said they learned of the video circulating on social media that showed the scene before the deputies arrived. Now, it allegedly showed, notice I said allegedly, it allegedly showed the 17-year-old taking a gold necklace off the dead man's chest. The 17-year-old was identified as Bethany Martin in the arrest affidavit. The 16-year-old is not being named because she is technically considered a juvenile. The girls allegedly admitted to stealing the necklace, but the investigator said they only kept the charm. The fact is, they stole something off of a dead body. So they found this guy that, where was he, out in the woods or something? Was he hung Yeah, he hung woods? himself. He, he committed suicide. And was it outside? It was like an outside deal? He hung himself. Him? He was outside. They found him. Oh. Yeah. Man, that's really morbid. Yeah. And- 
you know, to take the jewelry off of a dead person. Yeah. Of course, we have heard that before. Yes. We heard of, you know, people stealing a, a diamond ring mm-hmm. off of a lady before she's going to be buried yeah. or some sort of thing. Yeah. Um, a Chinese man had to undergo a complicated gastroscopic operation to have a 15-inch toothbrush removed from his stomach. I'm sorry, 15 Whoa. centimeters. So that's probably like about seven inches, six, seven inches removed from his stomach after accidentally swallowing it. During brushing his teeth? During his morning routine, yes. you got to be kidding the me. The unnamed man from <laughs> Taizhou in China's Jiangsu province told the doctors that he got up one morning about 10 days ago and decided to follow his usual routine, which included brushing his teeth and round before and breakfast. Round. Round and round. Circle small gums and all. There you, oh, wow, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Circle small gums and all. But no swallowing, please. No. Only he was sleepier than usual. And while brushing his teeth at the back of his mouth, he accidentally dropped the plastic toothbrush and it slipped all the way down into his throat. Realizing his mistake... He tried reaching after it. Oh, my gosh. But the slippery plastic handle proved difficult to grab. Oh, that poor man. And he only managed to push it further down his esophagus and into his stomach. You would think he would have choked, no? Yeah. Oh, my good gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's a very wild story. That's a true story. You know, it's going to make me... uh, Watch, be more careful when I brush my teeth in the morning. Yeah. No matter how tired I am, mm-hmm. my uh, toothbrush is never going to be slick and slippery. No. Too slippery for me to grab it while it's falling down my windpipe. No. Man. Yeah. Um, Evan, I know you don't make up these stories. I mean, I but don't. that one sounds like... It's not made how up. could you? Man. And then they had to do surgery to, to get that toothbrush on out of yes, there? Yes, they had to do surgery. Oh, man, that's wild. Yeah. Oh. oh. Um, a guy was on a highway in northern Michigan last Tuesday and decided to start huffing nitrous oxide while he was behind the wheel. So, like... What what are you huffing when you're inhaling nitrous oxide? You're you're what, sucking what in it? nitrous oxide. What, but it's from basically where? helium, I think. Oh. I think that's what it is. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, it's laughing gas. That's what nitrous oxide is. Okay, so I wonder now. First, I'm wondering where he got this laughing gas from. Right. Um, and why is he doing it while he's driving? Yeah, while he was driving. Wow. Yes. What in the world. People are getting more insane by the minute here. Um, I lost my place. Okay. We don't know the guy's name, but he's 32 years old. And there were three other people in the car, including two kids age 8 and 11. Uh, what is this guy thinking? Yeah. As soon as he huffed, he passed out, drove across the median, wow. and smashed through a yield sign. Then he woke up. And swerved back into the median. This is really stupid people in the news. Now and, this takes the cake of the stupid people. And he managed to stop the car before anything else happened. 
Firefighters had to use the jaws of life to get everybody out of the vehicle, but luckily none of their injuries were life-threatening. Cops arrested the guy for driving under the influence of nitrous oxide, and he might be facing other charges as well. So that's that stuff that you get at the dentist, right? Yes. Or you used to get at the dentist when you were a kid. I don't know if they uh, give that out so freely anymore, the laughing gas. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how a person would ever get their hands on laughing gas. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, that's just not something you can, like, go and purchase, right? No, no. So I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Like, where did he even get it? But most of all, why would he be taking it while driving his yeah. kids around? Yeah, I guess he wanted a good laugh. No pun intended there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had laughing gas. I used to get that going to the dentist a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And- it doesn't really make you laugh. It, it's called laughing gas, yeah. but it just kind of relaxes you and puts you like in. It did some weird stuff to me. There yeah, it makes always, you freaky. There would always be like the nice radio playing yeah. and our, you know, favorite radio station in mm-hmm. the background mm-hmm. with the music, mm-hmm. and the music would always turn into like a for me. What was that? It would, it would start whirring. The music would. Oh. All of the notes and all of the... Uh, everything was going together. Every Everything was blending okay. together in this okay. like weird swishing whir. I want to know what laughing gas you were on. That this, At the dentist, and then I couldn't hear the music anymore. I would just hear this okay. uh, whirring sound. But yeah, that's the effect that it had on me. Okay. I, I'm just saying. That's okay. <laughs> it affects everybody differently. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Spartanburg, South Carolina, where police are looking for a man who's been using a clever scheme to steal money from the drop boxes outside apartment buildings and property managed companies over the past few days. Now, he's taking sticky paper mousetraps, tying a string around them, and lowering them into the boxes to steal the cash, the checks, and oh, the money wow. orders. Like he's from like a floor up above? Yeah. Like he's doing this? Yeah. So he's fishing. Yeah. Kind of make these little It's kind of like the claw crane the, yeah. machine at the arcade. So at one location, he reportedly shagged a whopping 50 checks and money orders, although the total dollar amount has not been disclosed. Huh. He was able to grab 50 of them, 50 huh? of them. Huh. And it's unclear what he can do with the personal checks. So you think that cash would be the biggest prize. The police say the sticky-fingered thief was wearing glasses, a white hat, and a black Adidas hoodie with white stripes. Wow. There's also surveillance footage where he's wearing Ethica boxer briefs with a yellow and black stripe pattern on the front and what looks like a gray design on the back. They've yet Uh to catch the guy. Wow. Wow. I mean, the guy's <laughs> smart yeah. for trying that. He, Yeah, he went through some, maybe some difficulty to make that kind of gadget. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I suppose he had to test it out for the first time. And okay. upon seeing that it worked, he did it 49 more times. Yeah. And, but it doesn't give the amount of money that he, he stole. Mm-hmm. Glad they caught him, though. I mean, yeah, definitely. I would so. have to break his fingers if he if he went fishing for anything in in my lockbox or my mail I'd break mailbox. His big toe, if it was me. Yeah, uh, there's a guy currently sitting in jail in Austria, serving a three month sentence for DUI. It's where he belongs. All we know is the guy's first name is Roberto, and soon after being thrown in jail, 
he started bragging to his cellmate about scamming some woman out of Mm. $8,000. $8,000. Here's the only problem. Yeah. The guy that he was bragging to? Was the... uh the son of the lady he stole the cash from? You're close. Uh, let's see how You're much close. closer the brother of her? Getting closer. Uh, the, the the nephew. You're getting of the closer. Lady. He, the, the grandson. How about the woman's husband? <laughs> oh, really? oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. So, okay. So, okay. So, these. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. The cellmate was. The husband of the woman who he scammed $8,000 oh, from. Oh, the stars lined up perfectly for him oh, that yes. day. <laughs> Not only did he get a wow. pretty severe beating by the cellmate, uh-huh. but the courts have now sentenced him to an extra 18 months in jail and have ordered him to repay the money. You know, that, that story is just perfect. You steal from someone and then you get a... Butt beating by <laughs> you get an arse whooping is what you get. Oh yeah. What and what are the chances for? And and what was the husband doing in that cell anyway? What was he doing in jail or Don't in know. jail for? Have no kind of, idea. That kind of makes you wonder. Or maybe he was in there for the same thing. Maybe he had gotten a DUI too, mm-hmm. but it just so happened that <laughs> the lady he stole all that cash from was his wife. Coincidence? Uh, yes. That's true amazing. story. Yes. <laughs> Um, that one takes the day. That one makes my day. That I mean, one. What are the odds, though, of yeah. that ever happening again? That your cellmate is, or even happening once? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and that had to be like in a really small town in no uh, Austria. Yeah, was it was. It? it was in the country of Austria. Small town Austria. Yeah, I, I, I would gather. Yeah, pretty funny story without a <laughs> doubt. Anyway, that's your uh, stupid news uh, for a Wednesday, August the eleventh, twenty twenty one. From the stupid stuff, we have to get to the real stuff. It's time for news once again. Brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. Thank you, Evan. As a majority of children across the Sunshine State return to school, Governor Ron DeSantis says the surge in COVID cases from the Delta variant hasn't changed his opinion that kids shouldn't be required to wear masks at school. We haven't seen any major change in terms of the percentage of, of hospitalized COVID-positive uh, folks in, in, uh, in hospitals that are pediatrics. It's 1.3% of, of all COVID-positive patients are pediatrics. The governor says it should remain ultimately up to parents to decide if their child should wear a mask in class. Half of the teachers at a Tequesta preschool have resigned following the decision to keep masks mandatory for teachers and staff, regardless of vaccination status, for the upcoming school year. Here's WPTV's Megan McRoberts. For five years. Our kids love going to school there. Neil Hingle has been a part of the First Presbyterian Preschool family in Sequesta. The teachers are just incredible. It's a total family there. Sending three of his kids there with hopes of also sending his fourth. That's why the idea of looking for a new school is hard to grasp. Uh, it's really unfortunate that this happened 
this close to school starting. At least six of just a dozen teachers at the preschool have resigned following the resignation of the school's longtime director, Penny Rogers. In a letter, Rogers said her resignation, effective Wednesday, comes as she wrote, quote, the church leadership and I have arrived at a very recent impasse due to the restrictions and mandates to be imposed upon teachers and our families for the upcoming school year. And that, quote, the measures to be implemented are contrary to my personal beliefs and principles. School leadership citing the recent rise in COVID cases, decided to continue requiring masks for staff and teachers, but leave them optional for young students, leaving that decision with parents. I guess my reaction was a couple of things. First, the session tried to talk her out of it. Church elder Tim O'Neill says the teacher resignations were a result of Roger's departure. So the sole responsibility for the situation we're in falls with the director. They're now scrambling to convince teachers to come back or find new ones. But O'Neill can't be sure if they will be able to hire enough staff by the start of school in early September. When you have four kids, um, any sort of uncertainty um, is bad. Hingle now one of about 80 families looking for a plan B. But finding a new school this late could be tough. I just hope that the well-being of our children is kept in mind and the well-being of our moms and our families and dads also is all kept in mind. The school says it has found a new director and will still not be lifting the mask mandate. And to parents, O'Neill says they're working hard to keep this school an option. Megan McRoberts, WPTV. Martin County's fifth Wawa location and its third Chick-fil-A got a go-ahead Tuesday from the county commission. The 6,119-square-foot, 10-pump restaurant gas station is to be built on 2.2 acres at the southeast corner of U.S. 1 and Northwest Goldenrod Road, according to county officials. The 4,980-square-foot chicken restaurant with a drive through is to be built on 1.5 acres on U.S. 1 south of the Wawa. The projects are part of a larger development known as West Jensen, first approved as a development of regional impact in 1989, said Pete Walden, county principal planner at Tuesday's county commission meeting. Within the last week, many Florida residents trying to receive their unemployment benefits have reported that they have been suddenly locked out of their accounts. WPTV's Matt Sesney has details. And I'm supposed to claim weeks tomorrow and I can't even get on. I'm just on hold. Jenna Mayers of Port St. Lucie says she's been locked out of her online unemployment account since last week. I'm only getting $68 a week on unemployment. Now she can't even get that amount or have any access to her claim or information. Correct. The lockout has seemingly affected thousands of Floridians. The career source office in West Palm Beach says they were flooded with people Tuesday morning showing up and calling about the issue which CareerSource says is with the Department of Economic Opportunity. It's believed the DEO locked accounts in response to a recent data breach involving 58,000 accounts. I went on last week or the week before to claim and it was locked completely. I went to change forgot password and it won't allow me to do that either. Lori Danielli of Boca Raton is also locked out. It asks me for my claimant ID and password to get in my PIN. Once I do that, it goes to, you've tried too many a times, um, you're locked out. DEO on its website does offer a help webpage for locked accounts. I feel like my whole life's on hold. But people like Jenna say nothing. 
is working. Since 7.30 in the morning every day. Hangs up on you. You can't speak to anybody. Nobody calls. Nobody answers. The phone hangs up. The whole system's a mess. We asked DEO if there was another way to fix this locked out issue with the accounts. In response, they told us they would look into both Jenna and Lori's problems with their accounts. In West Palm Beach, Matt Sesney, WPTV, News Channel 5. Fred became a tropical storm last night and could be on its way to Florida. The entire state is within the cone of uncertainty. And while Fred is not forecast to become a hurricane, Florida Weather Center meteorologist Dan Kutlowski says you never know. You remember Hermine in, in 2016? No computer model had it going to a hurricane. It became a hurricane when it hit the panhandle, so a lot of uncertainty. Wind and rain could be hitting the Florida Keys by Friday. From there, Fred could spread north this weekend through the peninsula and up to the Panhandle. Lastly, a hotel in the U.K. will soon be offering stays in a Willy Wonka-themed room with lickable wallpaper. (laughs) Yes. Oh, (laughs) Evan's questioning this one. (laughs) This is happening at the Chocolate Box, uh, which is a chocolate-themed hotel on the southern coast of England. Now, in addition to lickable wallpaper in a variety of fruity flavors, there's also a uh, chocolate fountain with fruit and marshmallows for dipping, bowls of candy that can be restocked at no extra charge. The room key even looks like a golden ticket. Oh, and you can take a bath in chocolate if you want to. A chocolatey bath, yes. It's actually not that expensive to stay there. It's about two seventy-seven bucks a night, but the chocolate baths are extra. They'll cost you about two oh eight per bath. <laughs> oh, and uh, thank goodness, Evan, the lickable wallpaper is changed in between guests, <laughs> so you're not licking upon licking upon licking. <laughs> The Gators are the lone team from Florida cracking college football's preseason top 25 coaches poll. The Gators check in at number 11. News time is 7.53. We'll have weather and traffic together next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Not seeing any accidents on our highways so far. So good as we uh, get back to school here this morning. And, yeah, no accidents, no tie-ups to slow down for the kids and all the school buses getting back in action. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 79 here in Port St. Lucie and in Kalamata, Greece, 89 with sunshine. Here's our weather at WPTV. 
Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some spotty downpours towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Thursday, a similar weather day morning coastal rainfall followed by afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. Friday, increasing clouds and rain chances as tropical storm Fred approaches. Scattered showers and storms with breezy winds, highs in the upper 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Certified public accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. The IRSC Pioneer sip off the first of 41 Pioneer broadcasts November 1st against Palm Beach State at 5.30 on both WPSL and WSCU. The best classic features Tallahassee and IRSC Friday, November 5th at 7.30 and Daytona State Saturday, November 6th at 4. Miami Heat and Orlando Magic also tip off in November. 2022 IRSC Heat and Magic are brought to you by Indian River State College Athletic Department. Las Breezes, Mexican Restaurant and Fort Pierce, Nice Air, Huskins, Turkle, Lloyd & Moy, St. Lucie Glass House, Seacoast Air Conditioning. Florida Blue, Max Ducky, Stewart, Elder Law Attorney, and Simmons of Stewart. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start grow and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give us a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. You can always give us a call anytime, 772-220-9788. That's our number. 
right here in the studio. Give us a call, 772-220-WSTU. Stick and stay. Don't go away. Taryn Krizda, Martin County Administrator, is coming up just after the news right here at WSTU. Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. After all 50 Democrats outvoted 49 Republicans at around 4 o'clock this morning. To advance this blueprint of the reconciliation package, it acts as instructions that will go to the Senate committees to draft that fuller package that includes health care, education initiatives, climate change, uh, paid for by taxing corporations and the rich. Fox's Jackie Heinrich. It does face a very long uphill battle from here. Moderates and progressives are going to need to agree on the size and the scope of this package. And just minutes ago, Democratic Senator Joe Manchin put out a statement saying he has serious concerns, calling $3.5 trillion in spending irresponsible. The House will next consider that plan and the trillion-dollar infrastructure bill that passed the Senate yesterday with some Republican support. For the seventh time in eight weekdays, the number of new COVID infections reported in the U.S. tops 100,000. Fox's Tanya J. Powers has an update live. Dave, U.S. COVID case exceeded 36 million, according to Johns Hopkins, with more than 618,000 deaths. Texas' health care system continues being taxed by the re- rise in COVID cases, and more than 10,000 people are hospitalized there with COVID for the first time since early February. Kentucky's governor has ordered that students and staff in the state's schools wear masks indoors, applies to K-12, through regardless of vaccination status, as well as child care and pre-K. Dave? Tanya will hear today from Kathy Hochul, the Democrat who will replace New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who resigned yesterday, effective in 13 days, though he still denies he sexually harassed anyone. The most serious allegations made against me had no credible factual basis. Afghanistan's president has replaced his army's chief of staff as the Taliban takes over more than three more capitals. The militants now control two-thirds of the country as U.S. troops leave. America's listening to Fox News. Well, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I, um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
CIA Director William Burns has gone to Israel for talks with the Prime Minister there, says we're focused on the threat from Iran amid a nuclear standoff as the U.S. attempts to rejoin an international nuclear deal the Israelis condemn. China has acted in what could be retaliation. A court in northeastern China has jailed a Canadian entrepreneur for 11 years after he was convicted of spying. The sentence for Michael Spavel was quickly criticized by Canada's ambassador to China, Dominic Barton. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this decision rendered after a legal process that lacked both fairness and transparency. The U.S. believes the case was brought as retaliation after a Chinese tech executive was arrested in Canada on an American warrant. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. We're all going to be warned later today. But this is only a test. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, in coordination with the Federal Communications Commission, tests today at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Both the emergency alert system commonly used by state and local authorities for emergency weather and amber alerts. And wireless emergency alerts, which send critical warnings and information to the public on their mobile phones, appearing like a text message. The government will also assess the delivery of such alerts to wireless customers for the first time ever in a nationwide alert sent only to cell phones where customers opted in to receive such messages. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. It was a rainy, windy overnight in Puerto Rico as Tropical Storm Fred passed by. While it's not expected to reach hurricane strength, the National Hurricane Center doesn't predict it will lose its force when running over Caribbean islands before reaching the Florida Keys probably Friday night. Fox's Evan Brown on Wall Street. Stock futures are mixed ahead of an inflation report today after the Dow hit a record high again. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772-204-3067. Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with My Florida Insurance Broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage. Hello. Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do? Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance. If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772-617-6777. What's the name of our company again? My Florida Insurance Broker. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative, but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. World champion Tampa Bay Bucks will kick off preseason August 14th against Cincinnati at 1 as defending champions on WSTU. The Dolphins kick off preseason August 14th at 1 in Chicago against the Bears on WPSL. The NFL 2021 is brought to you by the Quick Dog Foundation of Martin County, Max Stuckey, Stewart Estate Attorney, Nizair, 
the St. Lucie Draft House, Stimmels of Stewart, Hoskins Turco, Lloyd and Lloyd, and Seacoast Air Conditioning. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is August the 11th, 2021. Please pick up the garbage from around your seat. All right, wait. Let me reach down and I'll grab the garbage, okay? Shut your pie hole. We're working here. I know we're working here, but I don't need to shut my pie hole, okay? I'll bet you don't know about this. I know about everything. In fact, I do know someone else that knows about everything, and she'll be on with us in just a minute. It's 8.08. Mr. Clock, would you certify that, please? It's now 8.08 a.m. That's right. We're going to be talking all things Martin County with the Martin County Administrator, the one and only Taryn Krizda. She is on our line right now, Bonnie, and she's going to educate us on what's been happening in Martin Good County. Good morning. Good yes. morning. Yeah. Good morning. So we had a meeting yesterday, um, and at the beginning of our meeting we had – out here in our parking lot, and I, I hesitate to bring the subject up because I know you all are in St. Lucie County and you're having issues with your garbage uh, pickup. Oh, yes. In, in my <laughs> but, house, I am. Yeah, we had uh, waste management uh, here. We've renewed their contract, and they had their brand-new trucks, one of uh, the ones for recycling and the ones for the garbage pickup. They're going to be replacing their fleet with um, natural gas so that they're uh, reducing their uh, emissions and for the environment they believe that's a better they're lighter they're a little smaller and so they'll be better on our infrastructure on your roads they won't uh, be you know tearing up the road so much and we're going to be getting here in martin county brand new carts for recycling so the concept is you'll have one big cart you'll put all your recyclables into that cart we do single stream here and the truck will come in with the arms, lift up the cart, dump it, and then put it back down on your driveway. Uh, there may be some changes in our in our routes uh, as far as days um, when they're going to be doing the recycling as opposed to the normal garbage pickup. But it was kind of it was very interesting to see, and it was uh, how the trucks maneuver this. And then um, you know they went on further to say that. They plan on any individuals that will no longer be uh, needed for those uh, routes are being retrained to be uh, drivers or other areas within their organization. So they promised us that, you know, this wasn't an attempt or in an effort to have anyone lose their job. It's just a way of moving into a new, completely new concept for your garbage removal and for us the day-to-day trash pickup and, and, you know, they pick up everything and the yard waste and all that. So um, it was it was really, it was nice to see the trucks and then the bins. They're going to have Martin County colors, uh, the blue and gold. Um, so it, it's really, it was cool. It was really nice to see that. Um, and so they had a, my commissioners had a full day with, 
doing a lot of different things and uh, making some decisions on uh, various projects as they move forward. We've got a couple of things going on here in Martin County, and uh, we have another meeting on the 24th. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's all it's all good stuff. It was, um, you know, I, I want to remind folks, though, it's hurricane season. Um, mm-hmm. You can go on our website. We've got a lot of uh, good information about our shelters and, and how to get prepared and what you need to do. Today was the first day of school. Um, so the traffic coming in, I could tell that, uh, you know, the and seeing the young adults out uh, waiting for their buses, it was uh, interesting. You know, it's just like, here we are, um, back, in, back in the saddle. So we have a, for events, we've got Map Road. Uh, there will be a ribbon cutting this Saturday unless we get really rained out. We're expecting this tropical <clears throat> storm to possibly start affecting us on late Friday. But mm-hmm. uh, Map Road will be having a ribbon cutting between 10 and 12. That's a beautiful project. If if you get on the Palm City side, you should drive down that uh, stretch of road. They've really done a phenomenal job getting that um together and finalize it's really it really it was done very very nicely and then we on the 24th we have a meeting folks here in martin county have been getting notices in the mail about the solid waste assessment what that is is you know we uh have individuals pay an assessed amount based on their type of uh whether it's residential or commercial and that's for your um garbage pickup so you know, you get garbage services three or four times a week, um, and that assessment is increasing a slight amount of money, but uh, it goes on your tax bill, and you pay it through that, your tax, your normal taxing assessment. So um, that's coming to us on the 24th, and so that'll be a full day as well. We got August, we had a couple good meetings in August, and then we move into September, which we have our budget. And um, then, before you know it, we start our new fiscal year, August, October 1st, just like that. Wow. Busy, busy, busy. Very busy. Moving moving right along. Man, oh, man. Karen, I don't want to – this might sound like a dumb question, okay? But, like, I would be wondering, okay, like, with the garbage Mm -hmm. service, and Mm -hmm. you mentioned the uh, new bins that you get for recyclable, Mm -hmm. how do people usually um, get access to those? Are those dropped off? By the garbage crew? That's a, that's a really good question, Bonnie. Yes, they will be delivered to residences starting next week. Um, okay. So they will be, they, they were buying them and waste management was buying them. They were uh, assembling them and then they will start delivering them next week to uh, the various places that will be receiving that service. But it does not go into effect until in October. I think it's the. 14th, if I my memory serves me correctly. Um, so uh, those bins will start getting, you'll start seeing them in neighborhoods and various places starting next week. Nice. So people can just kind of look forward to having them uh, deliver them and yep. have them being dumped off. That's, yep. that's and cool. They're, and they're, you know, for some folks to think about it, they're really big. I mean, they're, the, they're a good-sized uh, container. So right now we get one or two, like at my home, I have three or four of those oh, wow. uh, bins that you carry down to the curb. These are on wheels. 
Mm-hmm. So the only issue is you've got to put everything in the cart. You're not going to be able to leave large cardboard boxes uh, stacked next to the cart mm-hmm. because then the driver has to get out of the truck and and load that into the truck, and they're just not going to be doing that. So if you've got those big cardboard boxes, you need to break them down, cut them up, get them into the cart. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to have the lid closed on it as long as that – uh, machine that mechanical arms those they can pick up that can and toss it uh, that's what they're looking for so yeah so that was a good question they're going to start this on uh, the week of October 4th nice. so the first week in October we'll be starting this so the whole month of half of the month of August and the whole month mm-hmm. of September they'll start delivering those carts let's talk a little bit about COVID numbers because you know yes. it's it's I feel like we have rewound this entire broadcast to a year ago when every time you were on, we were talking about COVID numbers. And of course, now we're back um, uh, talking about it once again because of the new variant. So how are the numbers looking for Martin County? Well, they're not, um, you you know, I mean, they're, they're concerning, I I guess is probably the, the best uh, way I could put it. We, we dipped down on Monday, but that's normal after the weekend. So we've, Yesterday we had 126. Um, prior to that, on Monday we had 45. We had 92 before that, 82, 101. So, you know, it, it's varying. I guess the 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 better result is that our deaths have been uh, kept to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look at the chart, you know, I mean, it's we're running over it on average you know, in the mid-80s at this point. So, um, you know, I think we're going to see that uh, increase now with school starting, although part of me thinks that, the you know, the kids have already been out there with their friends and doing all the things that they uh, were going to do. It seems that the largest age group is the 25 to 34 Mm -hmm. um, that are being impacted at this point. Uh, prior remember, to that, remember a year ago, Taryn, that yep. um, the age group was the elderly. Yes. And now, a year later, it's the millennial age. Yep. Yep. Well, last month it actually was the 15 to 24 year olds. Yeah. So it's fluctuating, but that 15, 15 to 34 uh, carry almost half of the load. Mm-hmm. Um as far as uh, positive. Uh, and so, you know, whether, and I wish I could give you an answer on, on uh, you know, there's, uh, from a scientific perspective, um, it's just, it's hard to group, to judge. I just don't know, you know, I mean, you're right. I mean, we're, we're back, it seems like we're back in this, and I hate to call it a spike, but I just think that um, we're seeing, what we're seeing is, is individuals who were vaccinated. We're mm-hmm. seeing more of those breakthrough cases. But in the hospital, mm-hmm. in the hospital, over 90% of the folks that are in the hospital have not been vaccinated. Yeah. So I think that that's the most telling um, number, if you will, as far as, uh, you know, I, I've personally, I've had individuals that I know that have been vaccinated that, that were exposed that had symptoms, mild, 
you know, and they they swear that if they had not been vaccinated, they probably would have ended up in the hospital. Yeah, it's it's terrible. And speaking of hospitals, how are the uh, uh, what's the situation in the hospitals? Do we have any numbers or any any kind of percentage for the hospitals in Martin County? Well, no, um, they're they're you know they are concerned when they share with us. We meet, we have phone calls every Thursday, so. Uh-huh. Tomorrow I will um, I will find out more information, but I did hear that they had stopped their elective surgeries here in Martin County, and um, so that and that they were waiting for patients that were in South Cleveland Clinic South to be transported to North because they've been trying to keep North as their uh, main COVID, if you will, uh, hospital along with tradition. Mm-hmm. So right now they have uh, postponed those elective surgeries, and once they feel, and, and their issue is more staffed beds. Yeah, they have lots of hospital beds, but whether or not they are staffed, mm-hmm. they've been losing personnel, mm-hmm. as I understand it. A lot of nurses. There's opportunities for those nurses now to um, become like contracted and uh, make more money, right. you know, just going from place to place. And so if there's a nurse that um, has the ability to travel or go to another uh, place and make more money, you know, heck, why wouldn't you? Yeah, ex- mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, Taryn Christen, Martin County Administrator. She joins us each and every Wednesday at this time to give us an update on all things happening in Martin County. So you, our wonderful listeners, can keep abreast of everything. Taryn, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, and you all have a great rest of your week. We sure will. Thanks a lot, Taryn. Bye-bye now. Uh, It's time for the uh, Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold is opening up at $1,735.70 an ounce, and silver opening up at $23.33 an ounce. That is the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. 822 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news all brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Here's Bonnie at the news desk with the headlines. Thank you, Evan. St. Lucie Public Schools passed a mask requirement with an optional opt-out from parents during a school board meeting on Tuesday. WPTV's Derek Lowe with the story. As more than 35,000 students prepare for just the second day of school in St. Lucie County. We believe it is in the school board's best interest and for the safety of our students. 
especially those under the age of 12 who are ineligible for, vac- for vaccinations, to issue a mask mandate with an opt-out procedure for parents of students. Mask will be required for all students moving forward, regardless of vaccine status. This variant, as you know, is more contagious. We need to keep our students and employees safe. Parents will be given the choice to opt their children out of the new requirement. The superintendent says just how that will be done will be decided in the next 48 hours. The discomfort of a mask distracts some children from learning by increasing airway resistance during exhalation. The administrator of St. Lucie County's health department says just within the last seven days that there have been 280 positive cases in children 14 years and younger. The vaccine is the most effective way to protect yourself from COVID-19. The new mandate does not apply to staff members. District officials say, however, they are strongly recommended and that they plan to revisit the policy next month at the next school board meeting. I see this as a huge problem for mandates because we should be about choice and freedom. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. Martin County's fifth Wawa location and its third Chick-fil-A got the go-ahead Tuesday from the county commission. The 6,119-square-foot, 10-pump restaurant gas station is to be built on 2.2 acres at the southeast corner of US-1 and Northwest Goldenrod Road. The 4,980-square-foot chicken restaurant with a drive through is to be built on 1.5 acres on US-1 south of the Wawa record show. The projects are part of a larger development known as West Jensen, first approved as a development of regional impact in 1989, said Pete Walden, county principal planner at Tuesday's county commission meeting. Within the last week, many Florida residents trying to receive their unemployment benefits have reported that they've been suddenly locked out of their accounts. Here's WPTV's Matt Sesney. And I'm supposed to claim weeks tomorrow and I can't even get on. I'm just on hold. Jenna Mayers of Port St. Lucie says she's been locked out of her online unemployment account since last week. I'm only getting $68 a week on unemployment. Now she can't even get that amount or have any access to her claim or information. Correct. The lockout has seemingly affected thousands of Floridians. The career source office in West Palm Beach says they were flooded with people Tuesday morning showing up and calling about the issue which CareerSource says is with the Department of Economic Opportunity. It's believed the DEO locked accounts in response to a recent data breach involving 58,000 accounts. I went on last week or the week before to claim and it was locked completely. I went to change forgot password and it won't allow me to do that either. Lori Danielli of Boca Raton is also locked out. It asks me for my claimant ID and password to get in my PIN. Once I do that, it goes to, you've tried too many a times, um, you're locked out. DEO on its website does offer a help webpage for locked accounts. I feel like my whole life's on hold. But people like Jenna say nothing is working. Since 7.30 in the morning every day. Hangs up on you, you can't speak to anybody, nobody calls, nobody answers, the phone hangs up, the whole system's a mess. We asked DEO if there was another way to fix this locked out issue with the accounts. In response, they told us they would look into both Jenna and Lori's problems with their accounts. In West Palm Beach, Matt Sesney, WPTV, News Channel 5. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced Tuesday that he is resigning from his position in light of sexual harassment allegations made against him. Cuomo made the announcement at a press briefing in which he apologized for his actions and said, I accept full responsibility. And wasting energy on distractions is the last thing 
that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. And I love you. And everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. Como said his resignation will take effect in two weeks, in which time Lieutenant Governor Kathy Holchul will take over as governor. She'll be the first woman to hold the office. And lastly, the hard seltzer trend has been losing a little steam. Could hard soda be the next big thing? Pepsi announced they'll start selling boozy Mountain Dew next year. They're partnering with the Boston Beer Company, which owns Sam Adams and the hard seltzer brand Truly. They're calling it Hard Mountain Dew, and it's 5% alcohol. Three different flavors will be provided. The first one is Original Mountain Dew. The other two are Watermelon and Black Cherry. They're going to hit stores early next year. Martin County North will represent Florida in the Little League World Series starting next week in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. First, the boys from Palm City will play the team from Nolensville, Tennessee for the Southeast Region Championship. That game today, uh, you can watch it, the Martin County North on ESPN. That game's starting at 2, and Martin County North, of course, they punched its ticket after beating the team from Midland, Georgia, 4 to nothing on Monday. Our news time is 828. We'll have weather and traffic together next. Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicating to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. Eight twenty-nine right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Well, no accidents to report, no tie-ups. Just remember, slow down today when you see the school buses out on the roadways and drive safely. There's your latest look at traffic. Eighty-two with partly sunny sky in Stewart this morning, and in Bakersfield, California, a partly sunny eighty-one. Here's our weather from WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some spotty downpours towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Thursday, a similar weather day morning coastal rainfall followed by afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. Friday, increasing clouds and rain chances as tropical storm Fred approaches. Scattered showers and storms with breezy winds, highs in the upper 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. 
South Florida. Do you need health insurance or want to switch plans? You can sign up for a new Florida Blue Health plan or switch to a better one for as little as $0 per month if you qualify. Call us today, 772-621-8830, or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more. To be eligible for zero monthly cost, your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Benefits available in certain plans and counties. Florida Blue and Florida Blue HMO are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. What is your quality of life? The Own Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier, will help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget, the Quality of Life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m., Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Don't sweat in your boxers, call the AC doctors at 344-3944. York, install confidence. Contact the AC doctors, acdoctorsinc.com. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Time now, 833 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and it's time for the Daily Dose of Space in Another Place with the one and only Randy Siegel. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, it was nineteen sixty. When the United States recovered its first capsule from orbit, it was a Discovery 13 optical reconnaissance satellite payload, and it was successfully landed in the ocean and recovered in the Pacific by the Havy Victory spacecraft. The payload, get ready for this, an American flag. Yep. And that American flag was presented to President Eisenhower four days later, showing that the U.S. can recover things from orbit. In the future, they would have spy satellites go up, and the film would be recovered after it has done its job. In 1962, Russia launched Vostok 3 that carried cosmonaut Andrei Nikolaev into orbit. And it became a historical moment because tomorrow we'll celebrate the anniversary of Pavel Popovich, who would go into orbit and meet the Russian already up there. 
Well, what's going on on the International Space Station? The crew is now getting ready and waiting for the Cygnus space freighter that was launched yesterday aboard an Antares rocket at 6.01 p.m. from Wallops Island, Virginia. Flight engineer Megan MacArthur and Thomas Pasqua trained yesterday for the approach and rendezvous in capturing the Canada Arm 2 robot arm using it to grab that vehicle. In the afternoon, Shane Kimbrough, Mark Vanderhee, and Akihiro Hoshide reviewed the cargo that will be inside the Cygnus so that they know exactly where to start putting things once it has reached the space station. Vanderhee and Hoshide spent part of their day in the U.S. Quest airlock getting ready for the next spacewalk. The pair will participate in the Port 4 truss structure later this month as they install and roll out new solar arrays that will be brought up by an upcoming SpaceX Cargo Dragon spacecraft. On board, they worked on their plant habitat to produce food in space, as well as doing additional work. The Russian cosmonauts, Oleg Novitsky, focused on maintenance tasks in the Russian segment, replacing dust filters and checking video equipment. Flight engineer Peter Dubrov, who is making his first flight, also worked on fans and filters in the Nokia module then photographed microbes growing in a Russian experiment. In what proved to be a rather hilarious time on board the space station, the Summer Olympics, even though the flames had been extinguished on those Summer Olympics, the astronauts on board the space station had their own competition. It was really fun and interesting to watch these astronauts do flips for a floor routine. They would do handstands, handsprings. They worked on all sorts of fun things that you would do in the Olympics, including basketball and soccer. Well, kind of fun when you're on an international space station and you've been doing routine things. These are the types of things you want to see to break up the day, if you will. As we said, Antares will arrive on the space station tomorrow at about 6.10 a.m., and there's a whole litany of science on board that will keep the astronauts quite busy since there's going to be over 5,000 pounds of equipment. One of the equipment is going to be a new 3D printer, and the 3D printer will simulate lunar rogolith growing on, I'm sorry, lunar rogolith that is on the moon. This would allow astronauts to see what, flu, what lunar exploration is going to be like when they get there. The space station on the 19th will be raised in orbit just about three-quarters of a mile. They do this periodically because the Earth's drag pulls the space station down towards the Earth, and periodically it has to be maneuvered back to a higher orbit so that they won't have any problems with the station. It also puts them in the proper orbit for the next launch to take place 
of a crew to the International Space Station, as well as orienting for the first time the crew that will be returning to Earth shortly. Russia's MS-19 spacecraft, which will carry an actress into space on October the 5th, has been going through its paces in Russia, and it was mated with its Soyuz 2A, 21A rocket as they prepare for the launch. On October 5th, Anton Sheplerov will join actress Yulia Prasald and director Klim Shapenko, who will go to the space station and film what is called Challenge. It's a movie that takes place with astronauts who were ill on the space station and how Earth sends them a doctor to help take care of them. So more is being worked on with that. We're seeing also that Russia may be getting a little paranoid with some of their problems they've had with people on Earth who have been embezzling money. Dmitry Rogozin, the head of Russia's Rusakosmos, said that from now on, anybody in a significant position in Rusakosmos will have to take a polygraph test to verify that they have had no dealings that would cause problems for Rusakosmos, including embezzling money. Not a nice thing. Well, if you were expecting a landing on the moon, in 2024 by the United States. Forget about it. Yep, NASA says there's no way they can fly to the moon and land on 2024, not because of rocket problems, but because of spacesuits. That's right. The spacesuits that would have the astronauts walking on the moon will not be ready in time for a launch in 2024. Very strange that we wait to the last minute almost to say that. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about protest bids from Blue Origin and Dianetics, as well as changing in leadership at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. So until tomorrow, have a great day. Everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli right now, where I think I may just go for lunch when I get out of here at 11 o'clock this morning. You know, it's a great idea. And uh. um, Evan, are you anticipating Thanksgiving to come? Yes, along with if this net keeps flying around me. You notice I'm like dodging yeah. this net and I'm going to like, I'm going to nail it in a minute. Oh, man. I'm, well, I'm glad he's pestering you over yeah. there and not me. Shoot. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, Thanksgiving yeah. is coming early oh, yes. to Ellie's Deli. Mark is serving up a Thanksgiving melt on a toasted bread of your choice. You mm. get a topping of roasted turkey, cranberry. Cranberry mayo, Munster cheese, stuffing, scallop, and potatoes. Mm. What a dinner this is. Um, All pressed hot. It's served with a delicious side item of your choice. Or if you want a delicious sandwich, just try a traditional Cuban. This is on white sub roll filled with 
roasted pork, honey baked ham, and you get Swiss cheese pickles on this one too, and Dijon mustard mayo. Mm-mm-mm. Their potato salad, by the way, is to die for. Yeah, mm. I bet their sweet potatoes are really good too, mm. and uh, just like everything on the menu, delicious. Ellie's Downtown Deli and Stewart now has their patio back open, plus they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado and Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. 843 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news one final time this morning. All brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with headlines. Good morning once again. As a majority of children across the Sunshine State return to school, Governor Ron DeSantis says the surge in COVID cases from the Delta variant hasn't changed his opinion that kids shouldn't be required to wear masks at school. We haven't seen any major change in terms of the percentage of, of hospitalized COVID-positive uh, folks in, in, uh, in hospitals that are pediatrics. It's 1.3 percent of all COVID-positive patients are pediatrics. The governor says it should remain ultimately up to parents to decide if their child should wear a mask in class. Half of the teachers at a Tequesta preschool have resigned following the decision to keep masks mandatory for teachers and staff, regardless of vaccination status, for the upcoming school year. WPTV's Megan McRoberts has more. For five years. Our kids love going to school there. Neil Hingle has been a part of the first Presbyterian preschool family in Sequesta. The teachers are just incredible. It's a total family there. Sending three of his kids there with hopes of also sending his fourth. That's why the idea of looking for a new school is hard to grasp. Uh, It's really unfortunate that this happened this close to school starting. At least six of just a dozen teachers at the preschool have resigned following the resignation of the school's longtime director, Penny Rogers. In a letter, Rogers said her resignation, effective Wednesday, comes as she wrote, quote, the church leadership and I have arrived at a very recent impasse due to the restrictions and mandates to be imposed upon teachers and our families for the upcoming school year. And that, quote, the measures to be implemented are contrary to my personal beliefs and principles. School leadership citing the recent rise in COVID cases, decided to continue requiring masks for staff and teachers, but leave them optional for young students, leaving that decision with parents. I guess my reaction was a couple of things. First, the session tried to talk her out of it. Church elder Tim O'Neill says the teacher resignations were a result of Roger's departure. So the sole responsibility for the situation ran falls with the director. They're now scrambling to convince teachers to come back or find new ones. But O'Neill can't be sure if they will be able to hire enough staff by the start of school in early September. When you have four kids, um, any sort of uncertainty um, is bad. Hingle now one of about 80 families looking for a plan B. But finding a new school this late could be tough. I just hope that the well-being of our children is kept in mind and the well-being of our moms and our families and dads also there's all kept in mind. The school says it has found a new director and will still not be lifting the mask mandate. And to parents, O'Neill says they're working hard to keep this school an option. Megan McRoberts, WPTV. 
It's been years in coming, and when the city commission approved a controversial Costco project early Tuesday morning, the decision was greeted with both cheers and jeers from the public. The eight-hour meeting held in the Blake Library to accommodate the expected crowd drew more than 100 people with about another 100 watching on Zoom. The commission's unanimous decision came after about 40 people weighed in. Costco Wholesale Corporation is expected to open its store here by 2024, according to city records. Developer Joe Marino of M&M Realty Partners said he wants to break ground as soon as possible. Fred became a tropical storm last night and could be on its way to Florida. The entire state is within the cone of uncertainty. And while Fred is not forecast to become a hurricane, Florida Weather Center meteorologist Dan Kudlowski says you never know. You remember Hermine in, in 2016? No computer model had it going to a hurricane. It became a hurricane when it hit the panhandle, so a lot of uncertainty. Wind and rain could be hitting the Florida Keys by Friday. From there, Fred could spread north this weekend through the peninsula and up to the panhandle. And lastly, Christina Applegate has multiple sclerosis. She says, quote, it's been a tough road, but as we all know, the road keeps going. Christina is also a breast cancer survivor. She's 49 years old. MS is a disease of the central nervous system that disrupts the flow of information within the brain and between the brain and the body. It affects an estimated 2.3 million people worldwide. Free agent point guard Dennis Schroeder is headed to Boston Celtics. He announced this on Tuesday on his Instagram account. The deal is for one year and will be for the $5.9 million taxpayer mid-level exception. Schroeder, who turns 28 in September, was the last remaining significant unrestricted free agent on the market. He turned down a lucrative extension offer from the L.A. Lakers during the regular season worth north of $80 million to pursue a bigger deal this summer. News Time 849. We'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, Evan, everything is looking fine on our highways on a Wednesday morning. If you're traveling Martin County, uh, the roads in St. Lucie County, all the roads there looking fine and no accidents, no tie-ups. There's your latest look at traffic. 
around 83 degrees in Port St. Lucie right now. It's 61 in Chimbote, Peru. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some spotty downpours towards the coast for the morning commute. This afternoon, hot and humid with highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for inland showers and storms. Thursday, a similar weather day, morning coastal rainfall followed by afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. Friday, increasing clouds and rain chances as tropical storm Fred approaches. Scattered showers and storms with breezy winds, highs in the upper 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- 3380. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, wstumorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Feeling hungry, but not that hungry? Then come on down to Tiny's Little Steakhouse. No 32-ounce porterhouse steaks here. In fact, our steaks are so small, we don't even have a porterhouse on the menu. We call them Porter Huts. No steaks <laughs> over six ounces, guaranteed. And every steak comes with a green bean and a french fry. Feeling thirsty? Order one of our teeny craft beers served in a shot glass. And save room for dessert, because we've got thimbles of ice cream served with a single chocolate chip. Tiny's Little Steak house where your memories will be full but not your tummy i wonder where that place is tiny's little steakhouse mm-hmm. they serve the ice cream in a thimble with one chocolate chip 
That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that is. Why in a thimble, though? That's like Well, that's because it's a little steakhouse. Oh, okay. It's Tupper, a tiny little place. Tiny. Uh, so you get a tiny portion here and there. Yes. Of little samplings of something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I need more than a thimble when I eat ice cream, man. I know. I need a whole gallon jug. Yes. Hi. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you all doing? Oh, yes. It's our uh, one of our favorite people, the old man down the road. Morning. How do you do today? Yes. Howdy doodle do. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I want to tell you about my new camper that you uh, want to let you want me to let you know ah, uh, all of it. That's <laughs> right. You won the lottery and you went and bought a yeah. brand spanking new camper. So tell me all about it. Tell, tell Bonnie and I about it. What brand? What's it got in it? You know, I want to hear all the good stuff. It's a 2021 Tiffin Allegro, a big bus, 45. Okay. It cost $520,000. What? Yes. It's top of the line. That is styling. <laughs> That's for sure. I, 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 I go big. <laughs> really, it's a Tiffin Allegro bus. I don't think I'd want to park yes. that thing anywhere at five hundred and twenty thousand. Oh my! I'm looking looking at it right now online. Wow! Look at that horsepower. Oh, is that beautiful though? Look at that. That is prestigious. Oh my! Prestige right there. And how much did this thing cost you? Five hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, I see the price on them. They're like five hundred thirty-nine thousand. How'd you get it for five hundred twenty thousand? Uh, well, and it did a little skinny dipping with one of the sales. Hey, 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 hey! Now, I hey, was going to say they. You might have had the cash for that too, right? With just winning the lotto, you wow. were probably able to pay in cash up front. Or did you? Did you now? Uh, well, well, yes, we paid in full cash. Wow. I mean, wow. Uh, Bonnie, look at this thing. I'm, I'm showing the oh, look at the pictures of this bad boy. It looks like a big showroom inside. It does. It's I mean, absolutely good. It's got the pull-out modules in it. You could definitely oh, yeah. live in there. Like, wow. You could live in there for sure. I mean, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> what we're going to do now. We're just going to, you know, uh, we're going to sell our home and... Uh, we're just going to travel, you know, with the bus. Okay. Maybe the people, like, in our area who have the big, um, I don't know, maybe $600,000, $800,000 mortgages on their homes could scale down and, and live in something like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you certainly could live in it. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Wow. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So so what what are all the different amenities inside this thing? Do you have a hot tub in there or, you know, oh, what's well, what? They, yeah, oh, yeah, they have. They have a uh, Edna loves to, you know. They have all these cabinets and pull-out cabinets, and a lot of space for beds. You know, uh, different beds, and uh, we have naturally we have a big uh, king-size bed, in, you know, in the back, you know, for Edna and I, mm-hmm. and uh, and we can. Uh, we'll have to probably come down there and pick you guys up and go for a ride sometime. Oh, Do you okay. have a little movie theater in there too? Where you Absolutely. Sit, sit, oh my oh goodness. Man. An entertainment center, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Like, wow. Evan has it up on the computer right now. Just the, uh, as yeah, they're taking a video around. tour of it. And it's just like, I mean, that is look just at that big TV. Beautiful. There, Bonnie. Isn't that amazing? I see that. Oh, look at that pops right up out of the couch. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a surround sound that goes through the whole bus. 
Could you like drive? Could you and Edna drive me up to Wisconsin the next time I want to go? That could be arranged, I'm sure. I would rather do that than fly right now. Just like well, 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 Ed and I would tell you what we'll get you our our Lear jet that we uh, have rented out. Okay. You better be careful. You're both spending all that money. I don't know how much money you won, but you know, maybe well, do you have an accountant it, helping you guys it, out? I hope the six, fig- the six figures are uh, more than we can spend. I see. Wow. Okay. Well, it looks like you're having fun with it, and with this uh, big camper trailer now, it, or is it a it, is it a camper trailer? Or is it I don't know. It's a home on wheels. Home, home on wheels. It's very plush. Jeez. All right, we're going to let you run because uh, we're out of time. So, old oh, man, listen, you. give Edna our best, and uh, we'll see you down here in a couple of weeks or something like that. All righty. All right, have a great day. Now. All right, take care now. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Yeah, take care. Enjoy your uh, middle of the week. And, oh, check out Publix. They have plenty of good BOGOs. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, Panera Bread Soup is That'll buy work. one, get one now. There you go, folks. <laughs> We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. We'll see you in about 21 hours. Bye-bye for now.